What's going on, everybody? I was just waiting for everyone to come in here. Hold on. Okay, sorry about that. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. I was just checking to see where Malia's at. She's not here yet. She's running a little bit late tonight. All right. So interesting stuff, right? And uh, we'll go through all the intro stuff here and greet everybody, say hello to everybody, and then we will dig into the drama. Um, I think this has a lot of potential to make some waves in the true crime community in general, um, which rightfully so, because look, from the very beginning, for an intro statement here, from the very beginning, we have heard an almost offensive reply to the possibility that there could be any drug involvement here. And uh, statistically, right, and I, I know that part of the video is a little bit slow. I get it. I knew it was going to be a little bit slow because reading statistics is just a little bit slow. Um, but that backs up our opinion with non-opinionated fact, right? Those statistics are real. They come directly from SAMHSA.gov, uh, which is a government-funded and ran site around uh drug drugs in general drug use drug charges drugs in different demographics drugs in colleges drugs in high school students like they know their stuff they do they do an annual uh they do annual statistics around drug use in the nation so um there isn't any room for opinion there once you once you lay out those facts there isn't anywhere for somebody to come up and say you know what that's not possible because these were good kids that's not possible well unfortunately that's just not true it is not logical you might want to believe that um, because America has a really negative view on drugs and drug addicts, uh, drug users in general. Um, but unfortunately, that's just not the logical thing to think here, you know. And I feel like those statistics did a really good job about proving that and or showing that. And I hope they did for you guys as well. Let me just pull up this. 
All right. All right. All right. Make sure you guys hit that like button on your way in and uh, we can dig into it. And I saw that Crime Sleuthin was on here. I, I was wondering, Crime Sleuthin, that if you saw this thumb, if you're like, oh, no, what are they going to say? What do they have to say? And it, it wasn't really about your video. Well, I mean, it was about a comment Kara made in your video, but it wasn't necessarily judging your video because I know some people have felt some some ways about that video right which i we talked about this briefly the other night i i think kara is an adult i think we are wrong to get in her way i don't know if it was a good idea for her to do that interview but look that's not jules or crime sleuthin's job to manage kara right we are here to manage ourselves and and Kara made the decision to hop on there. Okay. Whether I know people are trying to say that there's a possibility it's for money. I get it. I think that's a very real possibility, but we have some evidence saying that didn't happen. And I think the fact that she went on there and it wasn't about money is a real possibility here too, right? We got to be honest about both sides of the coin when we're talking about it. Um, but she wanted to hop on there regardless what the reasoning for. And as an adult, she's allowed to do that. So I appreciate the fact that Crime Sleuthin and Jules of all trades did that video with Kara, uh, regardless what the reasoning is. Um, and I know that the crime, the true crime community was up in arms about it, but it, I mean, that happens a lot, you know, it happens a lot. It just comes with the territory. Um, we've already had tons of drama thrown at us. We usually just lean into it, you know, and, and have fun around it. Um, yeah, that's a really good thing to to point out, uh, Gina. In the U.S., every eight seconds, somebody dies of fentanyl. Absolutely. Fentanyl is an opiate. If you guys haven't seen this video here, I highly suggest you watch it. Um, the things we're talking about in there, uh, we got a ton of comments. That was our first major blow up. I think we ended up gaining like 3,000 subs or something in like two weeks or a week or something like that from this video, uh, you know, without getting too much into the details because we keep those details behind a paywall, uh, just cause they're personal details to us. So our, um, our members can, can know a little bit more about our past and where that experience comes from. But me and Malia both have a ton of experience, unfortunately, around this topic. So we go into the difference between fentanyl and heroin and prescription drugs and all the different opiates in this video. And now they're all the same classification and they are all a very big problem right now in that area. And right after the crime, less than 30 days later, they actually had one of the biggest busts that Washington has ever seen. I think it is ever. I'm pretty sure it's ever uh, happen in that area. So all right, we'll get into it here. So welcome, everybody. Super stoked that you're all here. We are super glad that you watched the premiere with us, and we are excited to dig into this. We're excited to talk about this topic. 
uh, even if it causes some waves in the community. It's something that is close to Malia and mine's heart uh, around family members that have been affected by this uh, around drugs and the possibility of drugs being involved in the Idaho crime in general. So, hey, ZJ, welcome, welcome. Art of Deduction, hello, hello, Madison, welcome, uh, Gina, welcome, J-Ray, peace, love, Dara, Dare Square, Devo, yes, love it, love that name, Cynthia, Annie, Anne, I'm sorry, I was reading, and Mandy, welcome everybody. Welcome. I think PK, yes, Brooklyn. And Casey, yay. I hope everything's going good for you, Casey, out there traveling. A traveling woman hitting the streets. Hopefully it's warming up out there, honestly. All right, so welcome everybody to the one and only, the one and only true crime talk show. And, uh, you know, for all of our listeners out there, I, I always fail at this part. I swear I should have this stuff pulled up and I never do ever, even though I should. Um, so this is the True Crime Talk Show brought to you by Thought Riot Podcast. It is our conversations. It is our sleuthing. It is the time that we're able to hop on here and talk with our viewers, talk with the people who like digging in and watching our content and everybody who has a good time doing it. So normally what we do for those of you that are just hopping on and listening here is this is in response to, well, not, not exactly this thumb, but it is the Idaho for drug theory response thumb and video that we just watched on YouTube. So if you're listening on Spotify, if you're one of the, I think the last time I checked, we had like 10,000 listeners or something like that. Uh, on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, uh, Google, any of the podcast, um, any of the podcast places, then uh, you can hop on over to YouTube and you can check that video out and get all caught up and then come back and watch this one because this is in direct response to that premiere that we just showed. Now, we also offer a secondary podcast, the original, the OG Thought Riot podcast, True Crime and Criminal Culture, the one and only. And we post once a week here. It comes out on Fridays. It's usually a week to two weeks behind until we're full-time. Once we're full-time, we will start posting more frequently. And uh, this is, again, also posted everywhere. It's on everything. It is on Amazon. It is on uh, literally everywhere, all social media, everything. And uh, this has even more viewers on it. So we're starting to gain a good following uh, on other platforms than YouTube. So hop on there. If you're an audio listener, you prefer listening to long forum. These are the long forum videos that we cut up for the weekly videos. So um, I think I covered everything here so we can dig in 
let me just check on Malia, see where she's at. See when she's going to be here. All right. So what were we talking about? On this video right here, you guys, and we are not going to show this video. We we don't show other content creators' videos. That's something we did in the very, very beginning around um, response videos. And we made a decision a little bit later. So you can see us out there doing it, but we've changed how we do it now. Um, we do not show other content creators' videos ever unless they're just small clips to talk about a specific topic and uh so what what we're going to be talking about is this video here which was produced by crime sleuthin and jewels of all trades or maybe it was just crime sleuthin and jewels of all trades was on there with her i'm not sure but we had crime sleuthin jewels of all trades and kara on this live now there was a place in this conversation where um I had hopped in and honestly, I, I probably think, I think the comment, why Kara made the comment was because I hopped in there and uh, Crime Sleuthin had just like presented uh, the comment. We were just giving him a shout out, you know, giving him some appreciation for what they were doing. And then Kara responded very shortly after that, like within a couple seconds after that, that um, these kids were good kids. They were not drug addicts. They were not using drugs. Essentially what she was alluding to was that there are no drugs there. Okay. And that's what she was alluding to. And I believe that's probably because she's seen this video here, the drug theory video. Okay. And we love statistics here at Thought Riot. Love it. Love them, right? I don't, if I cannot give you my opinion, I won't. I would rather hold on to my opinion, show people the evidence, and uh, and show people the evidence and let people decide for themselves. Okay. Now, with this Idaho 4 drug theory video, that it has a whole bunch of evidence behind it. And when she said just recently that drugs were not involved, that these are good kids. I knew immediately that we were going to have to create a response video to this um, because that's just not realistic. That's not possible. That's not a fair thing to ask. Look, I understand that America hates drug addicts. I get it. I understand it. And it sucks and it shouldn't be how it is. Um, we should be able to look at it as uh, a mental illness that needs treatment and for people to move on and grow from it. But people who do use drugs, I mean, you guys, Joe Rogan, one of the most successful, one of the OG podcasts in the world, one of the biggest in the world, right? He uses drugs and talks openly about that. He, he uses drugs and believes in it so adamantly that he has what he calls his uh, trip tank. Okay, Joe Rogan has this. If you don't believe me, go look it up. He has a trip tank in his basement. I don't know if he has one at the new house since he moved to Austin, but I know he had one in California where it was set up so that he could take drugs and trip in there, okay, and be safe. 
and he believed in it so adamantly that he set up a whole basement and room for it, okay? So I just think a lot of people look at the drug topic the wrong way. I really, really do. Now, I believe the four victims in this crime, in the 1122 crime, could have had drugs around them, could have even dealed, could have been using, maybe not an addict, maybe an addict. I don't know. I think any of those things are possible, and they are still good kids, all of them. What makes someone a good person is that they're they're being uh, an adult and and adding to society. Okay, uh, having a job, taking care of kids, having friends and family around you, and you are an equal part of that relationship. Whether it's a familial relationship, whether it is uh, a partner relationship, no matter what it is, right? I, th I think that's what makes a good person being an active and working member of society. They were all of that, okay? They were going to school. They were doing their thing. It, it, from, all, from all accounts, they were doing incredible things, incredible things. <clears throat> going on trips, buying their own vehicles, working while going through school full-time. They were doing everything that you would expect a good kid to do. And I still think the drug theory is possible. Still. I really do. Now that story that I shared with you guys in this video is a hundred percent true. Okay. I had, even though I, I know I put a bubble up under Malia to make it look like she was making fun of me like that. That's what, what was wrong with me with my doctor, but I had a doctor, a childhood doctor. He was a family doctor. So he saw my whole family. Okay. This doctor was my doctor my entire life. Okay. And, uh, my parents doctor even longer than that. This guy was using for 20 years, 20 years as a doctor using drugs. He was using uppers. He was using morphine. He was using um, downers. He was drinking He while using, doing all of this, okay? An active member of society doing this. There's no reason why it's not possible for drugs to be involved here. Now, in our drug theory video, one of the things that a lot of people got wrong, a lot of people got wrong is, is they, they, they believed that we were talking about cartels being involved in this that is not what this video right here was about this is not about drug cartel possibly doing this crime look let me find this right here all right so this is an fbi Certified cartel map, okay? We talk about this 
in the crime theory video. We also brought it up in this video here. And if you look, that is Spokane. That, oh man, I wish I didn't put the lettering right there. I can't even see what this is, what city that is. Does, it, does anyone know what that city is? Like right under the A or P? So there, there is active drug cartel confirmed in Spokane. There is active drug cartel confirmed in Seattle. Dang it, I got to plug my... Hold on. Okay, so there's active drug cartel in Seattle, Spokane, and whatever that city is right there, that blue dot that I covered up with the word map. Now, what's interesting is this is the only place, uh, I guess Florida could be too, Florida and uh, Texas, but this is the only place that has three different warring and active cartels. There are three different cartels actively working in Washington. That's a scary thing, you guys. That's terrifying. Terrifying. Uh, I'm the worst. Kimberly... We that's probably what we get teased about or made fun of the most is how bad I am at pronunciations. Spokane, got it. Spokane. Okay, let me get caught up on some comments here. Hey, Kimmy. Beth, Cozy, Kimberly, welcome, welcome. Super stoked to have you guys here. And Kim, oh, Ember Burns, sorry about that. I don't know, I just skipped past these names. Mandy, hello, hello, welcome everybody. What are you saying, J. Ray? That could be... Oh, absolutely. No, no, no. That's what I'm getting at here. That's what I'm getting at here is I think people are looking at this the wrong way. When we brought up this cartel map, you guys, in the original video, in this video here, in the drug theory video, everyone believed we were bringing up the cartel map to suggest there was a cartel that came to 1122. And, and did this crime. I'm sorry, but that is absurd. Not possible, okay? One, the cartel does not, does not leave people alive. Not happening. It is not happening. They aren't like, dude, if they would have seen Dylan open that door, it's game over. It was not a cartel involved um, crime. What What's important for that map, though, is that this shows 
the amount of crime and or drugs in that area. Drugs and cartel go hand in hand. That is their number one money source. That is their number one income. These guys make so much money with that that they weigh their money by 18-wheel truckloads and uh, a scale, okay? 100% confirmed, 100%. You can look that up. They There's this town in Mexico where – I'm sure there's multiple, but I just know about the one town in Mexico that the cartel own, and they actually have this scale where they bring a lot of their money to – and uh, Mexico and a lot of the three-letter agencies believe that uh, they're burying this money because this town sits up on a hill. It has a vantage point, and they believe they've been burying their money there. Like, you're talking billions of dollars, you guys. And they have one of these scales, and the 18-wheel trucks come up, and they're literally filled with cash, filled with money, filled with money. So, um, yeah, we are not suggesting that they were involved at 1122, but we are suggesting that this is a, a very big red flag, that there is crime at all levels in this area. Wherever you see one of these dots on the map, you guys, it what's important when you see one of these dots is not that every crime in that area is going to be a cartel crime. More than likely, there's very little cartel crime. They're there as the supplier. They are the manufacturer. They are uh, the trafficker. They traffic it over here and they sell it. And they're so high up the chain that it's very hard to get to these guys. Normally, it is our federal agencies that get to these guys. They're selling to very top-level dealers that are involved in gangs in this area. Those gangs sell to other gangs or middle, middle men. Those middlemen sell to smaller guys. Those smaller guys sell to guys that you see on the corner, okay? Like, that. that's how this drug umbrella or tree works. Now, anywhere you have a lot of that going on, there is always a higher risk of crime in all levels. So I believe if there is a drug angle and or involvement here at 1122, it, it's by a mid to lower level person involved in this. I hope that makes sense. Hopefully Malia's here soon. Yeah, um I'm not I'm not sure what you're talking about Gina. Um unfortunately though, if I'm going to get if I'm going to get real here, um, I I haven't been in a situation like that where it involves both of those things, but I have been in situations like that separately. Um, so, yeah, that's unfortunate. So, we have Kara coming out on this video and saying that drugs aren't the, these kids were good kids and they aren't, there is no drug involvement, right? 
Now we have Steve coming out and at other times saying that this isn't some Hollywood story. This isn't some Hollywood story. There aren't drugs involved. And statistically speaking, it, it's more unlikely, it's more illogical to assume there's not drugs involved based on the statistics that we did the research on on this topic. Now, I one of the interesting, I'm going to have to pull that up again. Hang on one second. Pull up the survey around how many kids sell drugs. And this is the document we used, you guys. So when I said extensive, this is 2021 to, I believe, uh, 2022 or October 2022 is when it was pulled out. And the drug statistics from this year to next year are even worse, are even worse. So there's major increases, not decreases. So as you can see here, this is an 820-page document going through everything. And this is where we pulled our statistics out of. Just so you guys know where we're getting it from, these are all .gov statistics here. So not opinion, right? We had somebody who came out. What was? Oh, you know what? I'll just show it. Hang on. Let's see here. Where is it? Hang on, hang on. Where is it? Okay, right here. <clears throat> so, pure physics, this is for you, my friend. Pure physics says, without the sarcasm, I agree. And so on this post, I said that uh, Thought Riot's the worst true crime creator, is what I said, just joking, from my the Thought Riot profile. And... Pure physics puts, without sarcasm, I agree. Creators show themselves off as being uninformed, yet still passing off conclusionary content because somehow they just know it's obvious. You, on the other hand, use a slice of opinion ba <laughs> based on experience. And then <laughs> I, I can't even read. I'm laughing. Uh, and then use that to extrapolate conclusionary opinions on things you have no experience or knowledge of. Whether you meant to or not, you're just another sensationalist channel with theories and nonsense, which fuels the fire of the theorist to do anything other than objectively address the facts of the case. <laughs> Super funny, you guys. I love it. I I love trolling comments. They're my favorite. Malia doesn't like them as much, but I love them. 
I do. Oh, we have sorry as reading. Yeah, Cynthia gifted five Thought Riot podcast memberships. That is awesome. Cynthia's always coming out here hot, helping people out. And we appreciate that big time. Let me check. I got to hop on here to see who they went to. It went to Kim, your royal freshness, Tony, Steve, and Army Mom of Two. That is incredible. Enjoy those subs, guys. And uh, we have multiple videos coming out that are members only. I know we have two on there now that are members only. So that is incredible. We appreciate you, Cynthia. And uh, we hope that all of you who got those enjoy them and feel like you want to stay and hang out a while. <clears throat> Who was it? Someone was like, don't worry about the trolls somewhere. No, I, and I I appreciate that. I Oh, plumbing. Yep. So F the trolls. Don't give them any shine. No, I, I know. I know. I like it. I really do. I, I, I don't think there's been one person out there that has hurt my feelings. It's just funny because... I use them as an example, right? While it, I'm joking and laughing about it and having a good time, but it it show it's a good example of people who have uh who have an emotional buy-in to an opinion that they are unwilling to look at the entire story. And I think that's where the problem starts, right? And I think it's a super important thing to point out that um it creates an issue when you aren't willing to look at the entire picture, right? It, it starts creating issues in the true crime uh, society, uh, in, in, in your own personal view of the world, in crime in general. You, like you're, you're never going to get an explanation and a full understanding of any case and or crime when you're unable to look at the entire story, you know, and I feel like a lot of people, because we come on here and question the evidence, think that we're fighting for Brian's um, innocence. And that's not it. I, it, this has nothing to do with Brian being innocent or guilty. It has to do with the fact that we want a justice system that we can believe in. We want a justice system that we can believe in and support. That's important to us. That's the important thing to us. And the only way to do that is to is to look at um is to look at all the evidence. Is to look at all the evidence, right? Yeah, plumbing. <laughs> That's super funny. Our goal here is to not commit to one side. I don't want to only lean to the people who are like pro-innocence. And I don't want to only lean to the people that are, that are pro-guilty. You know what I mean? 
What do you mean, J-Ray? Yeah, she's okay. Yeah, she'll be here in a minute. I know it's it's not the same without her here. She keep she keeps it level, level. Yeah, I think she just got here. <clears throat> All right. She keeps me level. Yeah. But as soon as you get on here, I got to go to the bathroom. No, I think you're talking about the drunk turkey show, unicorn. And then I'll update you. What? I agree, um, Kimmy. I think we have the perfect dynamic. Um, if I'm by myself, I can rant. I can talk the whole time. I could, no joke, you guys. If you put me on for two hours straight, I could talk straight the entire two hours. I have to force myself to like answer questions and, 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 uh, and read comments and things like that. Otherwise I can just go. It's I've been in sales my whole life. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is easy for me. This is where I'm comfortable. If I'm uncomfortable, they were wondering what, if you were hurt because the hammer, Hi. the hammer. Yeah. Oh gosh. Someone was saying there was something red on the hammer. Just like there's something red on the shoe. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you know, I'm, I'm going to use the bathroom. Just late, and I think I'm a little bit sick. Hi. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not dead. I don't know if Brendan highlighted this, but yes. I mean, the thing about facts these days is sometimes you don't know what facts are. Because I know I've thought something was fact before that ended up not being fact. Because anybody on the internet can claim they have the facts now. And they have the stats, like, depending on where you get your stats, they, stats can be biased a hundred percent. They can exclude certain variables, um, or include certain variables that give it a, a slant towards the way they want it to go. So it's not always so clear cut is all I'm saying. We already know the PCA is questionable. 
I don't know if Brennan saw this, but we'll, I'll be sure to look. Does he have it pulled up still? What? The Reddit. Kimmy said, scroll down uh, in the Reddit post to the comment by Rose Fox. That's her. Uh, the Reddit post that I had up. That one. He's fully off the nasal spray, Gina. Yeah, I'm off. So I made a commitment to everyone. What was that at 2000 or 3000 subs? I, I don't know. It was like three weeks ago. I think it was 2000 subs. Um, and once we hit 2000, I would quit the nose spray and I quit done. This is a good comment. If we're going off facts on the Idaho four case, there'd be nothing to talk about for the past eight months. Speculation is healthy. I agree speculations everything i think what's important is that people try making it seem like theories are offensive dude the world runs on theory everything how do you think phones were created they were created from a theory one theory after another after another after another someone theorized how radio waves could work you know, uh, Michael said this. I, I'm not sure where Michael is. I hope he's doing good or if he's on here. Hey, Mike. Um, but Michael came on here and said that gravity to this day is still a theory. Yeah. Like everything is theory based. When police are, ga are gathering evidence, they create theories off said evidence. So to, so to think that she thought you were lying. Everybody thought you were lying about the nose spray. <laughs> about which part? That I quit? Yeah. Dude, I quit. I took that picture. Oh, I took all the pictures down because I think it flagged me. I think it flagged me. Uh, oh, hey, Mike. What's up, man? But my, yeah. Uh, I don't remember where I was just now. See, this is Wait, why I, what can't, was I, saying? I can't interrupt him. This is why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah. super. It's super funny. People think I'm like verbally abusive to you. <laughs> you they are do. So, so abusive, abusive. <laughs> because I want to finish my sentence. <laughs> that is so abusive. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the are... most misogynist guy ever. Look at him. People are just drama queens. Oh, that's awesome, Mandy. Well, you are one of our favorite viewers. One of the theory of gravity, exactly. Yes. So the nose spray was like Afrin. He was he got oh yeah, yeah for everyone new. Yeah, I guess some people don't know about that. You were either sick or had allergies or something and started using Afrin, and he used it past the three days that you're supposed to. Dude, I had no idea. I you did because I, I had told not. you because I was addicted to it first. I did not. And you Nobody didn't believe me. me because you kept saying, just stop. Just stop using it. It's because you're using that nose spray. Yeah. <laughs> and I, then you did it and couldn't get off of it for like almost a year. <laughs> it was a year. So I used nose spray for like a year, you guys. And I could not get off it because of the rebound swelling. And uh, I had nosebleeds. I had all kinds of stuff going on. And I didn't think I was ever going to be off it because I'm in sales and I can't talk to people like this. You know, I, I can't do that. Um, it's just not a possible. It's just not 
a possibility. So, but we, uh, I know I did, or the, the neti pots. Um, but yeah. I made a commitment that we, once we hit 2000 subs, I think is what it was. We, that I would quit the nose spray and I did, I, I quit it. So. Yeah, I agree uh, that running with a rumor isn't good. But somebody just asked, um, do we think BK is going to tell all? That would be the craziest turn of events if he just came out in court one day and was like, yep, I did it. Some and bit. this is how I did it. So wait, where, who, who what was Rose Fox? That would be insane. But it wouldn't shock me. Nothing shocks me anymore. <laughs> There's a lot of comments on here. I did see. Oh, you know what? Hang on. Right. It's right oh. there. Yeah. So. Yeah, they, they posted, who is your favorite true crime creator? We talked about this last night a little bit. <laughs> and then I put, definitely not Thought Riot. They are horrible. Anyone but them. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome, Rose Fox. Awesome. <laughs> we appreciate that. We, we were on stream last night and someone came on here and was like, I just replied to the comment, like, sticking up for you and then realized it was you who did it <laughs> okay so where where we were at with the drug theory i took everyone through the details of the the statistics around how it's more illogical to believe there's no drugs involved than it is to believe there is drugs involved. That I personally believe the reason why Kara on the Crime Sleuthin' and Jewels of All Trades video and Steve coming out saying it's not a Hollywood story, there were no drugs involved, There, it, it, it's got to be because of either A, Kara has felt how the U.S. looks at drug addicts, right? And she doesn't want that for her daughter. And Steve, I, I don't know what his experience is in it, but probably, again, doesn't want that for his daughter. You know what I mean? But the downside of that is if there is drug involvement and if there is a connection and let's let's play. Let's play the other side of the coin here and say, OK, Brian is the guy. OK, Brian did do this alone. And the mainstream storyline is true. How do we know that he didn't do it because of some drug involvement? He is a drug addict. A recovering one. He, yeah. 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 He's not using, but we have confirmation that he did use. How do we know that that wasn't the reason? Yeah. And, you know, if anybody's watching, that's going to take offense to us uh, speculating whether or not BK could have relapsed. That is a part of recovery. I'm very familiar with how it goes. Um, I know for a fact that I don't even remember the statistic, but it's insane how many addicts relapse at one point or another. 
I think it it's is, another one it's that's more, over 90. More likely for him to relapse. Yes, especially on H, especially on any kind of opiate, because that's what he was addicted to. It is more likely for him to relapse than not. So to think that that's not even a possibility is pretty like that's illogical in my mind. Um, and it, you know, the U.S. doesn't look at addicts kindly. Most of the world doesn't. Um, and I, I think that's wrong. It's a mental health condition just like any other. And it doesn't make someone less than. No, it doesn't. It doesn't make this situation less than, but it should give the police or anyone who's looking into this the ability to connect more dots. I think it's problematic not to look at it. I think it's a problem to have blinders on, you know, like those horses that have those blinders on so that they are more likely to go straight that's incredible kimmy good job proud of you oh wow that is incredible extremely incredible is that a fact which house yeah which house did they search so look up the story from that girl that asked him to get her weed and she drove him to the mall to get it. And he ran back into the car saying they got robbed and to go and what? And, and to go and then really creepy. Huh? And that involves Brian Koberger. Well, that could have been him robbing her yeah. and getting drugs he wanted and then claiming they got robbed so that he could keep it for himself yeah that's also a possibility yeah it absolutely is but yeah it is it is plumber it is the hardest to kick once you use it ivy yeah it is yeah absolutely Absolutely. So, you know, if, if this video ever gets seen by by Kara or Steve, we, we welcome you guys to come on here and talk with us. We'd love to have a conversation, um, you know, around the statistical probability of drugs being involved in this crime, because I think that if they're looking for answers, this is a very real statistic to look at. Very real statistic. And like I was showing you guys earlier, we we pulled all the statistics from SAMHSA, the FDA.gov, and what was it? Was it Good Health? Or I forget what the other one is. Hang on. You know, I used to buy pot from an Ivy League student. So, and he didn't just sell pot. He sold a lot of things. Yeah. SAMHSA.gov, FDA.gov, and DrugFree.org. These are all unopinionated, right? No opinion here. Statistics and evidence around the likelihood of drug theory being a possibility. I think it's silly not to look at that as a possibility. Yeah. 
especially when you have a potential suspect who was an addict and is now a recovering addict. You have, um, and I haven't opened this jar yet. I've been waiting for you to get here, but um, we have the Greek life, which uh, we'll get into that in a second. You have multiple kids in this house that are part of Greek life, right? Mm-hmm. And um, the likelihood of them being involved in drugs in some way is through the roof. You have sor- uh, fraternities and sororities that were, were the first ones on scene. They were the first ones that were called the help, right? And the, the evidence around them being involved in drugs is through the roof. We have a story between Xana and Ethan getting in a fight with somebody that is suggesting to have been using steroids, which is an illegal drug, would be classified as an illegal drug and is. And causes horrible anger. Horrible, uncontrollable anger and rage. And that's involving drugs. You have the 4chan theory that's claiming this could have been a realistic possibility where it wasn't Brian and it's because of drugs. So why do we have so many people coming out and pretending drugs were not possible? I don't get it. I don't know. I don't get it. It drives me insane. even, Even if drugs aren't the reason it happened, that doesn't mean they weren't involved in some aspect. Agreed. To pretend like they weren't using anything ever at all is kind of ridiculous. It is. Uh, So Cynthia had a question. Uh, A couple of people in chat mentioned Steve G's hex hat. Do you know what is going on with him and his alleged crypto coin business? And she asked because she heard it was a fraud. So from everything I've seen, it is a fraud. Yeah, it's not Um, a very good company to be invested in. No. No, and how it works, you guys, is uh, it's it's like a okay. So I I'll give you the rundown in like the simplest terms possible. So basically, what you do is let's say you had a hundred dollars, okay, and you wanted to put that hundred dollars in hex coin. You could put that hundred dollars in hex coin, but you can only do it if you agree to keep that hundred dollars in hex coin. For 12 months, okay? And, and I'm making these numbers up. The 100, I'm making the 12 months up. It's just to explain how it works. But you go to Hex, you say, I got $100. Here's $100. I assign that I won't pull the money out for 12 months. And you have the uh, owners, CEOs, managers on the back end using that money for other things. And so you have that money that's being used and the, the, the hex coin is decreasing in value. So you're, in order for you to make money on this deal, you have to bring other people into hex to do the same thing that you did that you're now losing money on to help keep this coin growing. It's it's a scheme. It's a scam. It, Hex doesn't have any value. It can't be used as a currency. It cannot be traded on anything. Nothing. Nothing. And the people who are managing it weren't very clear around how it works. 
They weren't very clear and upfront with, hey, this is what's going on with this. This is how you do it. This is whatever. So it, they're in multiple lawsuits right now. I believe it. I, I read somewhere that um, you can still buy it, but I'm not 100 on that. And yes, Violetta coming through with a membership. That is awesome. We appreciate that. That is super cool. Yes, thank you, Violetta. And uh, as you guys know, I am going to be coming out with a video letting you guys inside some of my past for the first time. It's something that we chose just to keep out of the show. We wanted to stay business focused for the beginning and uh, multiple people want to know about it and where some of that experience comes from that, uh, that we have. So that's going to be coming out and it is only going to be available for members uh, just because I, I don't want that stuff just freely out on the internet. Um, I would rather keep it behind a paywall, you know, so it doesn't have anything to do with trying to get members. It has to do with me and being willing to glorify crime and, and stuff like that. I just don't feel right doing that. You know, I don't want it to seem cool, uh, but I want to be able to explain why I, I'm invested in the way that I am. So we appreciate you. Violetta, that is awesome supporting the Thought Riot community, Thought Riot podcast. And uh, thank you. Thank you. Who got it? Um, cozy. Awesome. Ooh, congratulations. Yes. So we have some people kind of talking about the hex now. So um, that's okay. What about it? So, yeah, Venera saying it's a pyramid scheme. Yes. To put it simply, it is a pyramid scheme. It is a system that forces you to find more people to invest in order for you to make money on it, where your money is literally stuck. Stuck. Exactly, Casey. And that, that, that's a much more official answer there. So Hex is a cryptocurrency marketed as a replacement for cert certificates of deposit. It was designed with no use case other than storing value in hopes of returns. The SEC charged the cryptocurrency. Yes, you're right. Exactly. 100%. It has no value. It is not even a coin. So like you're being nice by calling it a cryptocurrency because it's not, it, it has no value. It doesn't come from anywhere. You know, Bitcoin is mined. All these other currencies are mined by fractions of cents that are left out on the internet through, you know, millions and billions or trillions of transactions that you can search and hunt for and find. And that's where that currency comes from along with the chain linking of, uh, it's, like in order for a currency to be a currency, it has to have some form of accountability and value behind it. Like the American dollar, the American dollar's value on a global scale goes up and down. I don't want to get too technical and money with you guys. Cause that's super boring, but um, I love the stock market. It's one of my favorite things. I am heavily invested in it and pay attention to it. Uh, but yes, exactly. Exactly that. Exactly what you guys are all saying. And MLM. Yeah. Hmm. So. I'm just curious why he's invested in it. Yeah, I I wonder too. And <clears throat> to give credit where it's due, Drip Drop 
pulled this out, pulled these details out. I don't know if he was the original content creator to come up with these details, but he did have this uh, in one of his videos where he made the connection with Steve and one of the other leading manager members under Hex that's from Florida that I believe has the same last name. I forget the details. I'll have to go back and watch that video. But he he theorized that there's some sort of a connection between Steve Gonsalves and this guy that's on the board, okay? And wondered if that's why he was wearing that Hex hat. Does he have some kind of additional investment in Hex? Or was he just given a hat and he likes how it fits? It's hard to say. Hmm. It's hard to say. Really hard to say. But, you know, Steve's in tech, you guys. So I find it very interesting that Steve comes out and says something around the Hollywood comment. I've been shocked by that this whole time. Now, with Kara, I was shocked too, right? She has experience in uh, the drug game, obviously. Multiple, multiple, multiple charges. Um, and again, I'm not putting her down for that, you guys, at all. At all. I think it is a real illness out there. And she has just as much worth as any other person out there in the world. I don't think addiction does anything. Um, but I was shocked by both of them to come out and make it seem like this isn't a possibility. Yeah. They Who, both have had questions about this case at different times. Malibu Wolf, who is Ben? Um, but yeah, I I don't know. I don't understand why either one of them made those comments. It it feels weird. Feels weird. Yeah. Because that is the furthest from a Hollywood movie. That's like super real reality for a lot of people. Drugs? Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree. The here, let me I'll pull up that video and just show Maddie's dad, okay. Thanks, Jay Ray. So just starting out here, and, and this is pulled straight off these sites, you guys. 75% of all, all high school kids use mind-altering substances. That's at high school. And the reason why I included this stat is because later in the video, I go on to say that people that use drugs in high school are three times more likely to continue using later in life and into college. It also says, and we can get into this part now, right? So this is the major boom area. Um, it also says that people who use drugs and alcohol in high school are more likely to join Greek life. Now, Greek life is two times more likely to have problematic outcomes because of drugs and alcohol than your average college student. It literally talks about Greek life specifically and the problems around it. And every single victim and person in the house was <laughs> in a fraternity or exactly. sorority. Exactly. Exactly. It, 
it also taking into account uh the 4chan theory right yeah the 4chan theory it makes it more plausible i guess one in four users end up becoming addicts those are scary details you guys those are scary details and what i'm really so that that trolling that i showed you guys earlier on reddit i'm really glad that they did that because i i don't ever let a troll bother me there's nothing out there somebody could say that would bother me most of the time i i it has me rolling on the floor laughing um i think self-deprecating humor is hilarious but i'm glad they said that because it made me wanted to want to go back into this video and put more statistical evidence around this theory, right? Because if let's just say that Steve trips and falls into one of our videos one day and he ends up watching this video, let's say Kara does, okay? Um, these are stats that are very important when looking at the possibility of another suspect in this crime. Why? Or, what do you mean? Because if Brian isn't the guy and we're looking at other suspects, the, it, you would be crazy as a police officer not to look at drugs around the situation, not to get somebody in trouble, but to see. So people that use drugs in any time in their life tend to be bigger risk takers than people who don't. Yeah. So I think that it would be logical to start checking the boxes and saying, okay, so who, how were drugs involved in this house? Who is involved in drugs? We, we have a fight that happened where they were making fun of this guy for steroids and some of the physical aspects that happened because of steroids. Could that have been involved in it? Yeah, I mean, I feel like they didn't look at that. I hope they did. I mean, look, I'm leaning on the fact that there's a gag on this crime. Or, yeah, a gag on this case. And I'm hoping police did their job. Me too. Did you hear that uh, BK was back in court today? Yeah. Okay. I, I You didn't tell me, so I didn't, wasn't sure if you heard about it. Yeah, and I figured we could talk about that too uh, in a little bit, in a little bit, because Brian Enton said some very interesting thing. I guess we can just hop on it now. But Brian Enton came out on Twitter here. For those of you not following, bam, give us a follow. We try and keep everyone updated on Twitter here. Okay, so I'll go over to Brian Enton's after this, but Brian Enton said, Coburger uh, prosecutor explaining a private lab. Do you hear me? Mm -hmm. A private lab also worked on the genetic genealogy. 
There are multiple reports they are trying to get from the private lab and the FBI. So exactly, ZJ, exactly. Oh, yay. Welcome, new member Plumber. <laughs> plumbing yes. explained. <laughs> Dude, plumbing has such good input. Yeah. And I watched your content. It is hilarious. It is so funny. He even came on here just a minute ago and was like, Dude, I've been I've been making content for people around plumbing and uh, and the details around that. You know, I, it's super funny, but the content's good, man. It's good, and we are super stoked that you're a member with us. And I totally don't remember what I was talking about. This post. Yeah, I know this post, but I don't remember where I was going with it. But um, oh, Othram. Somebody said Othram. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And you know what's interesting too that we talk about you guys. So in two of our videos here, let me go into Wait, not that. Hang on here. <clears throat> Oh, did you see what plumbing said? I worked for a guy from that frat recently. He's way older, but he was from that frat. He had their memorabilia everywhere. It was bizarre. You no know, way. you know, it's weird. So I was from Sigma Chi. Yeah, I am assuming so. Dude, strange. Oh, I just saw. Dang it, I lost it. Crime Sleuthin. Yes, we are live, Crime Sleuthin. Good to see you. Shout outs to you. I'm starstruck by all of our viewers, Crime Sleuthin. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, I was on Facebook actually, and I was searching for any comments on like memorials and things from <laughs> fraternity members, stuff like that. Yeah, and I found some like way older fraternity members that were commenting, and some of their comments like almost felt like they were in a secret religious organization because they would use very like specific words to honor their memories. To where it, it's like total like secret fraternity vibes. And I was like, what? That is, why don't they just say condolences? I'm so sorry. This is so terrible. Like a normal person. But they don't. They don't. They say very specific things. <laughs> I'll have to, I'll have to pull some up. Yeah, you need to. Yeah, it's weird. Super weird. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the whole true crime community is following our suit where which, which I'm not I'm not saying we started this. That's not what I'm saying here. But no, we uh, Jay Ray was yelling at us for months to look at the frats. I know, <laughs> I know. But we we came out with the 4chan video, right? This video right here. And it just so happened that Crime Circus came out with a video talking about them, like what two days after or something like that. And now it feels like everybody's talking about him again. But um, what's interesting is the amount of questions around Sigma Chi in general, the amount of crimes around Sigma Chi. And we've brought up a couple cases or questions we've had, and some people have said some stuff in the chat. And I've seen other 
content creators uh, have, have looked into some of those things too, you know, and I think there's a very valid question around all of this. I, I really do. And, and we know Sigma Chi was in, in jeopardy of being closed nationally. Yeah. There were people advocating for them to close their doors nationally on a national scale. But so what I was talking about, about the sheath just a second ago is um, right here. So we talked about Othram in here and some of the questions around that. And we also talked about some questions in DNA. Did I miss it? Oh, right here, right here. Those are the two that we talk about here. You should write that down. What plumbing said. Anita Nutson. All right. We got you. We appreciate that. You know, I don't know why I, that just reminded me. I think because Akita is like a type of dog in Australia. Mm -hmm. I just saw this video where uh, a kangaroo hitched a ride on a dog's back and the dog was like paddling across this river with this giant kangaroo on its back and it wouldn't let go. And that thing had muscles like I have never seen before. <laughs> like it was so buff. Yeah. And the guy, he's got his camera. He walks up to it. He's like, I'm going to punch your head and get off my dog. And the, the kangaroo just straight up beats him up. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. He Kangaroos are scary. And he threatened it. The kangaroo kicked his butt. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. He walked away. He was like, his hand was bleeding. That that seemed like it was it, but it cracked me up. Yeah, kangaroos are scary. They're are, terrifying. They are because they're so strong. Here in America, we think they're so cute, but they're like horrifying. Yes, <laughs> so I would scary. never try and fight. I would rather fight an alligator than a <laughs> than a kangaroo. I'm being dead serious. At least with an alligator, I can like get behind it. Somebody, and and be yeah. and know that I'm safe, you know, except for like tail wax. Uh, but with a kangaroo, <laughs> bro, I don't want nothing. The like comments, I'm running. The comments were so funny because they're like, only in Australia can you get in a fist fight being the only human within like five miles. That's super funny. <laughs> but uh, so Kimmy says, I'm honestly leaning towards guilty with BK, but I'm just waiting for what happens during the trial in a hundred years from now. No. And, and then I think she said, don't come for me. No, we, no. we won't, we won't at all at all. So we, again, I, I, I'm glad you said that because a lot of people watch our content because of all these videos right here and think that we believe Koberger is innocent. These videos do not mean that do not take that. I think that we believe law enforcement messed up. They screwed up this case. I believe that currently. If I have one belief, I believe that. And uh, why I believe that is the cell phone evidence, uh, We, the way it's worded, it's worded in a manipulative tactic that I can tell through my expertise in 15 years in cell phone um, that it's not true. It is not true what's being said. Not at all. 
They shouldn't have gone there with that. All they have to do is bring in a wireless expert and they'll be able to get that thrown under the table. And all it takes is one piece of evidence for the defense to prove without a shadow of, the, of a doubt that the police and or prosecution lied on. And the jury is now going to doubt all of it. They're, they're going to look at everything from a skeptical eye. Then we looked into the DNA, right? And we have prosecution, we have police, we have all these people making it seem like it's a slam dunk case around the DNA and these other factors. This DNA is not a slam dunk. It is not, okay? At all. At all. There's no guarantee the knife was placed there during the crime. There's no guarantee the DNA was placed there during the crime on the knife. There is no guarantee of that. It has trace DNA that is not allowed in our own military courts. Our own military says, hey, trace DNA is too unreliable. We don't let it in our courtroom because it's too unreliable. So I, I just look at these things and whether Koberger's guilty or whether Koberger's innocent, I'm worried. I am worried. I hope he is guilty. I don't know if I hope he is anymore. <laughs> what do you mean? You would rather because, have a killer out free? Because, because no. Because what if they prove, like, what if this case gets thrown out because of their misconduct and he gets off like Ted Bundy and goes on a killing spree? Like, I mean, I'm kind of scared either way, to be honest. That's exactly what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying here is that. I'm focusing on the issues in the evidence and or case and investigation and all of those things. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff. What's going on? Yeah, I'm I'm concerned about it. I just, um, you know, I don't 100% know if it's him. I don't. My gut feeling initially was that it was. And then looking more into it, I just really don't know. I just really don't know. I, I can't really get a I real do. vibe on him. I I think that anytime you look at Koberger, you're making a mistake. Personally. That's just my personal belief. I don't think it should ever have anything to do with Koberger. I think that, yes, we should be able to have like an, uh, an, an external view of the situation and understand the severity around the investigation and or case and trial so that we don't have a fifth victim who is now going to be shot to death. I think that is a very important thing to pay attention to, but I'm more concerned with the evidence in the case being done right. That is my number one concern. I hope Koberger's guilty. I do. I hope the police got the right guy. I really hope so. Me too. Because if they don't, and he's convicted, we now have five victims. And somebody or somebodies who have the capability of conducting this kind of crime out and free in the world. And free to do it again. That is horrible. Yeah, it's really scary. Uh, so Crime Sleuthin asked when we think the trial will actually start. I actually think they may end up scheduling it for the end of this year. What? No but I, way. I think they might schedule it for the end of this year. Not 
this year, next year, yeah, 2024. Next year. Okay. Right. Okay. right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'm I'm already thinking ahead. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I think 2024, they're going to schedule it towards the end of the year. Um, I think it really depends on how this next month goes because yeah. things just picked up a little bit right now. Um, and I feel like some things are getting solved. Like they're finally, you know, dealing with the IgG mess and everything. I think it is a huge possibility. We'll see it next year. Yeah. But I don't know for sure. I mean, I anything so. could happen. Literally anything could happen at this point. Yeah, I really hope so. And uh, yeah, I, I just really hope so. I hope the sooner the better, right? And here's a really important thing, just, just while we're on this topic here, okay? One comment I want to make, because there are people out there that, again, watch our videos, and because we question evidence, not, not police, not the the justice system, not Koberger. People aren't what's important here. It's the evidence that's important. And you, if there's a person that's doing something something fraudulent, obviously we're going to focus on that. But um, what's important here is that I totally forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how often this happens to me, you guys? ADHD, okay? Oh, I can't help it. You just teased everybody. I did. So hard. I know. I know. <laughs> totally unintentional, all right? You just got to talk about something else for a minute that you'll remember, right? Yeah. Yep. If I talk about something else, then I'll remember where I was going with that. But then it, I don't know if it's worth bringing back up. But You made it seem very important. It okay? was very important. I know enough to know that what I was saying was very important because I remember my tone I had, but I just don't remember what I wanted to talk about. But it was really important. It really, really was. And I just don't remember what it is. But um, anyways, it, it was off of a comment. I remember that. So I was responding to somebody's comment. I just don't remember what comment it was. Oh, do I need to go back to the comments up here? I don't know. I don't know. I I, I was just reading comments about kangaroos and things. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. But uh, WSU mom Kim said, "Don't ever get behind an alligator, please." <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, you can't get behind an alligator. Apparently, I didn't know that. Yeah, I I've played with some alligators in Florida. I don't know if they're actually alligators or crocodiles or what, but um, yeah. So going into this evidence, okay, I know we were talking about evidence and I know we were talking about the importance around the evidence and how uh, people aren't what's important. It's the evidence aspect here. Like Brian, I don't pay attention to Brian. I, I just make sure the evidence is right. And, and again, I go back to something I've said a million times before. I hope that they have a wild card. I hope the prosecution has a wild card in their sleeve. I just don't think that they do based on everything we're seeing. They're not supposed to. I'm Everything's supposed to be shared here. Yeah. Everything is. is supposed to be shared. And, you know, I, I do want to say something about Blum, you guys, because the true crime community came hard at Blum like hard at Blum. And, and so many people were putting him down as just a liar making things up. 
you know where the evidence came from about the IgG sheath getting sent to or the IgG stuff and the sheath getting sent to uh, to Texas mm-hmm. is Blum. Yeah. It came from Blum, and that's what we talked about in this video here. Now, I'm not trying to advocate for him. I'm sure he says things that aren't true. I'm sure he says things that are true, but it's definitely interesting. Yeah, no, what she's talking about is uh, when Ted Bundy was released. Ted Bundy was pulled over. And he had a ski mask in his car, uh, an ice pick, a hammer, and some kind of cuffs, like uh, rope or hand. Oh, it was ha- it was literally handcuffs. It was police handcuffs, and uh, that he ended up getting let off. They let him go. They let him go. So I, I hope that it doesn't turn into a situation like that where they let Ted Bundy go. And he went and committed 20 more crimes and, and had 20 more victims under his belt, right? So with the Brian stuff, I really hope he is guilty. I hope he is. I know we get bundled into that idea that that we're fighting for Brian to be innocent. I, I'm not. I'm not. That's not what's important. What I'm fighting for is our rights and freedoms and democracy, and a fair justice system, and and fair and honest public servants, police officers. And right now with what we're seeing, I I don't, I'm having a hard time feeling like that's what's going on in Idaho right now. With the Dr. Moore case, if you guys haven't seen this here, the Dr. Moore case, Two of these officers that were involved in the Koberger investigation, and I mean heavily involved, we're talking about investigators that had uh, that had key roles in doing interrogations, in doing conversations, in following up leads, and taking calls, and in all of these investigatory things, uh, were part of the Dr. Moore case, and were manipulating was manipulating evidence. And more importantly, they were manipulating video evidence around Dr. Moore's car. And this is 100%, this is not opinion. The, we, we read off of official court documents around this. There are official court documents in the Dr. Moore case that confirm that these police police officers manipulated evidence. They what they did is they changed the timestamp on a video to make it look like Dr. Moore's truck was at the scene of the crime from a different time and day to match the time of death. Bro, that is so shady. And those same investigators were in the Idaho 4 case. So if Brian is guilty, I'm I'm terrified because if I'm a good defense attorney, I am going in on that. That is going to be a, a huge focal point that every single thing that person touched is fraudulent, is a lie, and cannot be trusted. Then I would lean in on well, they they let this officer take part in this investigation. Can we really trust the police department who allowed this to happen? 
if I was a defense attorney, that's the route I would go. Just one of them. One of the tactics, right? I could go so... Oh, the kangaroo was not hitching a ride on the dog. He was trying to drown it. That's terrible to know. Um. Anyway, I could go so conspiracy theory with this crime. The eight hours is what gives it that room to do that. Like, I could go way out there. I've already thought of some insane things that could have happened in that time. And honestly, I don't think they are impossible, but I don't think they're very likely. Um, You know, one thing, somebody was mentioning how did the survivors, like, hear Kaylee playing with her dog. I forget who mentioned this, but it was way up there. How did she hear Kaylee playing with her dog or what she thought sounded like Kaylee playing with her dog upstairs? But not hear like Ethan and Xana. Like, how did she hear that? But not them all dying. You know, I um, I know, and I think that's another reason why the FBI was at the house. Well, that's what I wanted to mention: is the FBI is testing the acoustics in the house along with those three D sounds. So I think they're going to yes. try to get an answer for that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's let's pull up the new IgG ruling. Well, let's finish talking about this topic. Okay. Yeah. Um, but because I think that's interesting. I think what you're saying is super interesting because people have came on, the, right? The true crime community. One thing I really enjoy about our show is that we are not going to race to post information on these important cases. I, I, Me personally, you guys, this is just a me opinion here, is... I want time to chew on a topic so I can bring very thoughtful, deep, and an investigative type theories and opinions to the table. I think that well-chewed on and thought out theory is more important than being the first to jump, in my opinion. Quality over what? Timing? That doesn't doesn't go good. You were talking about people thinking you were pro Koberger because all your videos listed. Uh, I totally should have read the comments. Um, so people thinking we were pro. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like I did describe that and explain that uh, after the fact, though, that, uh, yeah, Koberger isn't our focus here. It is not what's important to us. What's important is our justice system in this case. So. I appreciate that, Jeff. Thank you for pointing that out. Thank you. Thank you. But uh, so the IgG ruling, is it that long one, though? It, didn't we go over this? The IgG? Uh, not the most recent one from today. Oh, um, oh, 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 yeah, yeah, duh. Yeah, Lisa, so she did. We need to talk about that. Yeah. And yeah, and Lisa, Brian and sorry, that is what she heard, but she heard more than that. Um, she heard Kaylee supposedly playing with her dog first. And what was this? How did they describe the sound? It, and I'm taking this from multiple sources the Wild Idaho Sleeps book or Slept book, which her dad, um, Dylan's dad, is getting saying what basically Dylan told him she heard that night mm-hmm. um, and also the PCA but apparently she heard like scooting across the floor the dog um, and then she hears 
after that, I think it's crying. I think it's crying. Yeah. And then somebody's saying, it's okay, I'm I'm here to help or whatever. But she she heard several things that night. The question is, did she misinterpret them or is there something we don't know? Yeah. Because I think there is a possibility she just misinterpreted what she was hearing. But that, for me, that would mean she was under the influence, to be honest. Yeah. Okay, so there we go. Wait, did yeah, oh, okay. So you want to go over this and then the court docs? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the Brian the Brian Enton stuff. We'll we'll do the court documents first. I just wanted to be able to close out this topic before we moved on to the the case. And uh we're super we're super far behind on comments here. So I'm gonna quickly run through Hey Rumsey. Just Hey. And hey, Elliot. I saw you in there too. I saw you hop on. Papa Troll with the $5. Oh, that's awesome. We appreciate that big time. Amazing. Where uh where is it? Okay, there we go. Oh, it's Kara and Cartel both start with car. They sure do. Which is what made BK a suspect? Car? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That is super awesome. <laughs> yeah, so what's interesting with that information, though, is what people are connecting with the Dr. Moore case and the Idaho 4 case is could those pictures and that video evidence around the car been manipulated like Dr. Moore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So the, uh, IGG documents, it's a car spiracy. Exactly. A car spiracy. Exactly. All right. Here we go. The documents that were just submitted here. Uh, the court orders the following a status conference regarding the in-camera review of the IgG information will be conducted by Zoom on November 2nd of 2023 at 1030 a.m. The parties and counsel will appear by Zoom courtroom number three in Lataw County. And that is that. Then we have the second document. It looks like there's some redacted information here um, that. Uh, the court is mindful that limited courtroom capacity and potential travel restrictions may interfere with the victims and the defendant's family ability, family's ability to observe the court proceedings in this case on November 2nd of 2023 at 10.30 a.m. Pacific. Therefore, in an event they are unable or prefer not to attend the proceeding in person, the court finds it necessary to make the court proceedings available via Zoom for the victims and the defendants' immediately fam immediate family members under the following restrictions. 
the victims and the defendant's immediate family may observe the court proceedings in person or via Zoom. The Zoom information above shall not be disseminated to anyone other than the victims and the defendant's immediate family members. And any recording or live streaming of the proceeding is prohibited. Now, here's an interesting thing, okay? This is the interesting thing around the IgG stuff that the one of the reasons why I was pointing this out here, the uh, where was it? The DNA analysis video and the knife sheath video here. Because for a long time, we've had people who have come out and said that the sheath and all the all the DNA evidence was ran by ISP, sent to ISP, and then to FBI, okay? And you had Blum who came out and said that the sheath, the whole sheath is what Blum says, was sent to Texas. So on those videos I just showed you guys, we talk about the possibility of that sheath being sent to Texas. And what's interesting is it is the first ever. If it was sent to Othram, which we believe it was sent to Othram because it was Othram technology was used. People thought that they just used Othram's tech and not Othram. Well, if that's true, what Brian Enton's saying, which now there's more evidence behind the possibility of it being true um it sounds like they didn't just use their tech it sounds like that something could have been sent there so we wonder if the sheath was sent to Othram where for the first time in Othram's history ever they helped work on an active case everything else so on our channel. We've been posting these breaking news updates and we've probably covered four or five different stories where we're talking about cold cases that have been solved. What's interesting is every single one of them have been solved by Othram. Othram is focusing and highlighting on these cases that uh, are that have been cold and need the the DNA evidence of these cold cases connected and ran by their, I forget what it's called right now. It's familial something, familial something technology that creates a DNA and a familial connection to help solve these cold cases. Well, they sent the sheath down there and essentially did the same thing on a live investigation. Does that give any worth to the defense or anything like that? I don't know. I'm not sure, you guys. I'm not sure. But as we see here, Brian Enton, so let me see. I'm in the courtroom for Koberger scheduling hearing involving the investigative genetic genealogy review. Judges in here appears everyone will be attending on Zoom. Koberger hearing starts now. All parties on Zoom. Koberger attorney. And Taylor is in the basement under the courtroom, which is the jail. Taylor and Koberger are on Zoom together. Koberger prosecutor says they have asked the FBI for all the genetic genealogy info. It's a long process 
that has to go through the Department of Justice. Could take a month, he says. Koberger's prosecutor explaining a private lab also worked on the genetic genealogy. There are multiple reports they are trying to get from the private lab and the FBI. Defense says it has been a long road for us to get the information. So if there is any boom in here, it's that right there. It is that right there. And again, I know we've had a few more people hop on here. We are not fighting for Brian's innocence. I couldn't care less whether he's innocent or not. I care that a proper investigation was done, a trustworthy, a respectable, a fair investigation was done so that then we can have a fair, proper, respectable, and trustworthy trial done to find yeah. his innocence and or guilt here, right? Now, that sheath is a big deal. That sheath is a huge deal. Did they break the chain of custody on this sheath to send it all the way to Texas? Oh, yeah. We're BFFs with Crime Circus Cult. <clears throat> we know all about that. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know, and I had been saying that for a while now that I've seen multiple people within the frats who owned K-Bar knives. They're it, everywhere. That's not the only picture I've seen. I've seen several <clears throat> over the past year. And uh, I honestly, I didn't save them when I first saw them because I thought they were fake. Yeah. And now I regret it. No, no, I have a bunch and I've been sending them to drip drop. So I haven't been like working with drip drop or anything. Drip drop does his own content and we do our own content, but um, we share information and the person I've been talking to and whatever. So there's a whole bunch more where I'm going with that is there's a whole bunch more pictures that are coming out that you should be seeing released to the community, the true crime community around the potential uh, ownership of K bars and these places. So if I'm a cop, okay, and just to be clear here, obviously I'm not a cop. And anybody that thinks that you have to go to school or training to be a cop or be logical around a cop's job or make connections like a cop does. Uh, I, I think there's a flaw in your argument there. You know, there, there's a ton of people out there that are interested in medical studies that don't treat patients, but have a ton of knowledge on those things. That doesn't make that knowledge any less than any less than in that situation. And cops build their cases and investigation around theories. They build it around theories. And that's exactly what we're doing here with this information. But yeah, I'm glad you said Othram. Did I did I forget to say Othram? I'm not sure, but um yeah, if there's any boom in this, you guys, it's that one right there. And uh, the chain of custody around the sheath, around the sheath. Because what we know is that 
if this is correct, if this is correct, right? This is Blum who came out with this, which now sounds like he was on to something. Blum came out with this in December, you guys. Blum said that ISP could not find any DNA on the sheath. They could not. They ran multiple tests and couldn't find anything. Said sheath was sent to Texas to Othram, the Othram offices, where they used a technology that's like a DNA vacuum. So they they disassembled the whole sheath, okay? Everything from my understanding. They took out the um they took out the stitching, they took out the button and then used this te technology that's like a DNA vacuum to suck up the DNA. Then they were able to test it with those few DNA cells and that's what they came up with um from that testing according to what Blum was saying in the article we covered in those videos around the DNA testing. So again, looking at that, was chain of custody broken in that situation? Did they create a problem in the chain of custody where they could have had uh, evidence overlapping or um, evidence... Uh, I, I'm having an ADHD moment right now. Um, what's it called where evidence overlies? Cross-contamination. Could they have had cross-contamination with that knife sheath? I think it becomes more and more likely every time. Was Blum found to be a fraud? Like, for sure, though? Jay Ray says, I kind of believe the court filings more than I believe Blum. I, I agree with you. However, yeah. what's important here is that we now have Brian Enton, who is, who is uh, regurgitating this information coming from the court, where Payne's document does not say that happened. And I, that's why that's a boom there. That's why that's important, because these contradict what we're reading. Because it does not say that they that it was sent or used at a third party source. So I agree with you. I wouldn't have believed what Blum said at all. We covered it because it was interesting because Blum was saying that in December, you guys. That's not a new statement from Blum. That was said in December. And, and it, it, it begs the question, like, what is going on there? Yeah, IgG is not, isn't supposed to be used as evidence, isn't supposed to be used to arrest anybody unless they didn't have anything else in that situation. Um, but here's the thing. The DNA is a big deal now. What, whatever the reason was, however, the DNA got there, it's a big deal. Now it is a huge deal. Now it has been probably the most talked about evidence in this case is the DNA, right? So it's interesting seeing that there could be multiple problems with that DNA. Now I'm I'm curious, you guys. What what do you think would happen if that DNA is thrown out, is removed completely? 
Is Drip Drop single and ready to mingle? <laughs> I don't know if Brendan said that it had been done in three minutes or not, but he surely didn't mean that. He must have been saying it like just being like just exaggerating because he knows it's not three minutes. People love to call out those little details, though. <laughs> really, Mike, that's what you think? You think this is a slam dunk case? I didn't realize you thought that. <clears throat> I don't agree with that, though. I don't think it's a slam dunk. I think Gilgo's a slam dunk. I have no idea if Drip Drop's single, you guys. No clue at all. He's, he's not. He's in a, a three-way relationship with us. Not single, okay? <laughs> Obviously joking. Yeah. Yeah, that... I think that's good that the chat's divided, though. These are questions that are important to talk about. Yeah. These are super important to talk about. And I like when we have real heartfelt theory based on evidence, conversations that that grow our knowledge around these this evidence. You know, in, in any case, right now it just so happens to be uh, Idaho 4. Uh, Drip Drop is the crime, he's the guy from Crime Circus. If you look up Crime Circus on YouTube, um, he's a, a clown named Drip Drop. Exactly, Jeff. Agreeing to disagree is a wonderful thing, and it is. And and I that's one of the main things we wanted to be able to bring to the true crime community because some content creators, and this is not shots fired, you guys, some content creators have a very hard time allowing contradicting ideas and theories into their community. And that's okay. That's their community, right? But we wanted to be able to have a place where people could bring other theories, that people could come and ask questions, where people felt comfortable saying, hey, Brendan, you're full of it, dude. You're just wrong. Let me tell you why, okay? And, and you feel comfortable and confident doing that. <laughs> what gave you is that impression oh my gosh yes you're right <laughs> that's exactly what it is and we're in mom's basement <laughs> i hate you oh no that's hilarious um yeah, they shouldn't be like political conversations. No need for the vitriol and hatred. I agree, Jeff. And you agreed. Know <clears throat> yeah, no, I agree with you, Jeff. I think it's super important um, that people feel comfortable doing that. You know, and I, again, I don't want to put other content creators down that 
that want um, that want to house a community that has like-minded people. That's okay too. You know, that's, that's okay too. Uh, we just didn't see that in, in our community. So, um, yeah, I, I guess I should finish these real quick. So the private lab is a big deal. It's a big, big, big deal, especially when you have Blum in December of 2022 saying, hey, the sheath was sent to Texas because they couldn't <laughs> find anything. Koberger judge says he would prefer to review all the DNA information at the same time. He is setting a deadline for all the DNA information to be submitted to the court by December 1st. He is saying there could be another delay getting the reports from the FBI seems to be an issue. So question, do we think they're going to bring all the evidence? I think it's messed up if they don't. Oh my gosh, what's wrong with his arm? <laughs> what is... What's wrong with her eyebrows? Oh, <gasps> she's a killer. <laughs> That's they are together. <laughs> they are. She sits on his head like he gives her a piggyback ride and they put a black cloak she over the She sits on his bicep. <laughs> a remote. So Ian said, if disagreeing is so wonderful, how come Thought Right won't disagree with me more? Frowny face. <laughs> and Chasta said, we're kidding. We don't want to get with Drip. We like his content, not his body. <laughs> that cracked me up. Um, okay, so. I got the giggles now. Brian Enton, a reminder why the genetic genealogy DNA stuff is so important in the Koberger case. It's how they narrowed down the suspect profile to Koberger. It's massively important. You know what's super funny? People that, uh, for whatever reason, feel some type of way about our content, just normal trolls, uh, they, uh, they, uh, uh, they always say that uh hang on they always say that using words like stuff or things are a huge deal a huge deal and it's funny to see brian enton who's huge on here have uh have the same same verb the big concern with these genetic genealogy reports is family trees and names of people totally unrelated to the Koberger case. Koberger investigation could be contained. I mean, just leave them out, though. It's already a gagged, gagged um, case. Koberger hearing just ended. Bottom line, new deadline is December 1st for state to hand over investigative genetic genealogy DNA info to the judge. Bam. Interesting. But I'm I'm stuck on this, you guys. Here, let me see if I can pull up that. Or you know what? I'll just go straight to the video. Hang on, hang on. Oh, who's that in the video? Wait, where is it?
Um, I know I put it in here somewhere. Was it in the beginning? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so this was an article from December. According to journalist Howard Blum, police sent the knife sheath out of Idaho to be tested by a startup in Texas. That startup, as we know, is Othram. Brian Koberger's attorneys are likely to seize the opportunity to sow doubt about DNA left on the knife sheath at the scene where four University of Idaho students were murdered, according to legal experts. Now, one thing we theorized, okay, um, when looking into, into this case and investigation is we wondered why ISP was all of a sudden being uh, admired for this award, right? And we wonder if it's because they're worried that the defense is going to look into them and say, hey, you guys didn't have the capability to gather DNA off of the knife sheath. You had to send it out to Texas. What is wrong with you? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think there's something to it. I really do. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think there's something to it. I just think it's really odd that it's split up between Othram, uh, who doesn't typically work on active cases. They work on cold cases and the FBI. I find that really strange. I do, too. And this was the first time, the first case ever. Oh, yeah. Tammy Walsh coming in with the super sticker. That is awesome. We appreciate you and appreciate that. Yes. Thank Incredible. You. Incredible. Yeah. Demetrius, we, we haven't touched on the Demetrius topic. And remember, you guys, uh, we our theories. We're just sharing what theories are out there in the community. It does not believe we necessarily believe it. And and I'll be upfront and honest when I absolutely do believe uh, a theory. But uh, yeah, I'll be honest when I do believe a theory and let you guys know what and why. We used to send our film to this company to transfer the video. When they didn't get it right, we went to another company. Any chance this is the issue with the DNA labs? Yeah, I, I think so. I think so. But where the problem comes in with that around the, the honesty and integrity of this investigation is in the paperwork, it is not talked about the DNA being transferred. Because, and I do think this is what part of the reason why they don't want to give this up is, uh, is they know how it could look. They know that it creates an opening, a crack in the door for the defense. They know it. I, I I'm not an attorney, and I can see it. You know what I mean? So the, they already know where the defense is going to go with this. So I think they were fighting tooth and nail to try. And keep that out at all costs. 
at all costs, everything they could possibly do to keep that out of there. But they brought it up to get the sign off on the search and on the warrant and to further investigate. And this is where it's at now, you know, and the DNA is not going anywhere. It's definitely not going anywhere. Um, so you don't think it'll be suppressed? No. No, I don't. But I, I kind of think it might. I mean, what you think it might? They're they're already gonna go through a... it with the with the defense team. Now, are we gonna know about it? No, I don't think so. No. I don't think we will know anything. If it's in the trial, we absolutely will know. Yeah, if they end up using it in the trial. If they end That's... up bringing experts forward and, and using angles of it. But are we going to get an explanation of how they connected the dots? No, that's why they're doing this in secret. That's why they were doing this or planning to do this with Koberger and Ann in secret. It was not going to be in the court. But don't the defense want it suppressed, Ian? Don't they want that evidence thrown out of the case? Nope, I wouldn't. I wouldn't as the defense. That's your end to sow doubt into everything the prosecution is doing. That is their end. Because of how unreliable trace DNA is, in my opinion. Hmm. Yeah. 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 No, I agree with you, Ian. I, I think they have to share it. But I also think the defense knows that that's their foot in the door. Right, right. They want to see the investigative process. I get that. I'm just curious. I mean, now that they're going to get it, I'm really curious. Um What's going to happen with it now? Hmm. What do you disagree with, Jay Ray? Curious. Yeah. But remember, like, don't don't take me the wrong way either, you guys. When I when I'm talking about the the defense team having a foot in a door, I don't think they're putting all their eggs in one basket. I just think that this is going to be a way to sow doubt into everything, right? Into everything. Because right from the beginning, we saw the prosecution did not want this talked about. They didn't want it in the case. They didn't want it brought up. They didn't want anything to do with it. Nothing. They wanted to use it to gain evidence or to, to gain the sign off from a judge to further investigate and or arrest. We saw that in the beginning. Do you think they ever got a warrant for Bethany and Dylan's phones? Maybe. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. hundred percent. For sure. Absolutely. And uh, Chasta, uh, how did they have enough DNA for all of this testing? I That's what we talk about in this video here. Um, oh, did I close that? I might have closed that. Shoot. Okay. Yeah, I know. Bill Thompson was saying this this record didn't exist. Correct. And I think there's a lot of problems. With and this. and apparently that's standard 
is once they build something like this, they're supposed to delete it from what I was hearing. Um, that no way, dude. And they consider every person who was a match on that tree as like an informant, essentially, and they're protected. Their I, identities okay. are protected. That's fine, though. Like, I don't think people are understanding that we when I say we, if I'm, I'm putting myself in the mindset of a defense attorney. Okay. You don't need the names, the people and who they are, are not what's important. You could literally have what the person is in relation to the family. You know what I mean? So here, let me show you my work. We connected you starting here from a second cousin on your father's side that led to this and this is how we figured this and keep all the names private or don't show the case publicly while they're talking about this information in the court you know what i mean yeah mike i think that proves that it's unreliable though because it can be misinterpreted very easily and also it degenerates so they have to fill in those gaps yeah. And it so the reason why military, our own US military, does not allow trace DNA in it in, in their own cases is because of the its unreliability. When I say unreliability, I mean uh the likelihood of it being transferred and or moved or like blown. It DNA can literally fall on things, trace DNA can, can fall all over the place. Like if you tested someone's bed, there would be trace DNA all over it without bleeding, without bodily fluids, without anything like that. And our own military says, and I pulled this quote up in this video here, right here. Oh, wait. Yeah. In this video here. So a, a leading military lawyer, I forget what they're called right now. I I forgot when I was Fort talking Marshall? about. No, no, it's uh there's a TV show about him. I don't know, whatever. But it it's a lawyer that helps uh form and uphold and manage the regulations in a military court. Uh they came forward and gave a statement about trace DNA and said that the military uh doesn't allow trace DNA to be used in its course courtrooms because of its unreliability and how uh how it 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 more leans into a pseudoscience than a reliable uh criminal connection something something like that it's in that video though so i i think just because the fact that it's transferable at such an easy rate that's why Jag, yes, Mike, yes. Always coming through. Bam. King of the chat, baby. <laughs> King of the chat. <laughs> yep. But, uh, and, and that was only one of the statements. There was a secondary statement as well that said um, a, another more scientific response where they didn't use the term pseudoscience. They, they, gave the probability around its unreliability. Yeah. That's I transferability. I have not heard good things about trace DNA. I have not. Um, but and, and from many people, but 
Yes, they said there's zero connection to the victims. I don't think good luck explaining why Azine is on the murder, on the, you know, the sheath. I think good luck explaining a motive. Good luck explaining how he set his sights on them. Because this case is essentially purely circumstantial from the evidence it we is. see now. Yeah, We do not have a video of him entering the home. We do not have a video of him driving up to the home and going in, at least from what we know. Yeah, currently. Now, currently. So if that comes out, then okay, he did it. Yeah. But... As of right now, String him up. we only have the circumstantial evidence that he was in the area, he was out driving, that, um, you know, supposedly there's DNA there, but it's trace DNA, which means he could have literally shook somebody's hand who shook another person's hand, who then went and killed these people, and that's how it got on it. Yeah, yeah. So, and he has no connection to the victims, the Instagram thing has not been confirmed officially, so... Good luck explaining how he set his sights on them. Good well, luck explaining a motive. Yeah, and and also for our favorite Reddit troll that we highlighted earlier, um, in that DNA video right here, this one right here again, uh, there is it is not opinion in there. None of that is opinion. It is all scientific fact based evidence using two different studies scientific studies that prove the unreliability around trace dna um and the all the circumstances that come with it like how easily it can be transferred from one to another and then i know we actually go into so for any of our premiered videos we go directly into a live and in that live we read through the uh, the the DNA testing from the colleges and scientists and, and how there was one study that was done where they shook hands just like this, like no friction, no friction, just shook hands and then grabbed a weapon and then tested it. And I, I believe it was like 20%. So one in five, or maybe it was 25%, one in four. Um, it had the person's DNA who didn't touch the weapon on it and not the person's DNA who did touch the weapon on it. And yeah, chief, what's going on? Coming through with a super chat. No jury, nowhere will buy any of this. It's actually heartbreaking. I, I hope whatever the outcome is, it is a strong outcome where they're not going to end up having to do another trial, right? They're not going to end up having to appeal and turn over this decision uh, in a fashion that lets a guilty person out like that. My, our biggest concern is that it's done in a way that again, goes back to being respectful, reliable, good faith, trustworthy. Those are the biggest things. And that's all, that's all we're hoping for. And what we're currently seeing doesn't look like that. And, you know, there's a lot of people that come on here that, I can only assume they need to believe for whatever reason, they need to believe that Brian Kohlberger is guilty and they need to believe that the police 
and the media are telling the truth that they have a slam dunk case. I don't know why they need to believe that, but the one thing we always say is compare this case's evidence to Gilgo Beach's evidence. It is not a slam dunk. Gilgo Beach is a slam dunk. If you take out any evidence from the Idaho 4, one, one piece of evidence from the Idaho 4, the whole case isn't going to land, dude, unless they have for real a whole bunch of evidence that, uh, that, that we don't know about. That's the only option there, that we have a whole bunch of evidence that we don't know about, or it's a weak case. There's a problem here. We have an issue here, right? But going back to Chief, huge shout out. We appreciate you for that super chat. Super glad that you're here. Sorry about that, guys. We, uh, Malia actually. Saying that there's something going on in the chat, we need to look at. So. What? 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 Just scroll up. Yeah, chat. Who? Who's creating drama in chat? Sorry, guys. I was on my rant. No, I never thought I was gonna get you to be quiet. Jeez. Yeah, so uh hold on, let's see. No drama in the chat, guys. Just just highlight it, find it, and uh you know, if it happens again, we will just time people out, unfortunately. Yeah, I was joking. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're not super touchy. I just don't want anyone to feel like they can't speak in the chat. No. Um, you know, I want everybody to feel like they can speak while being nice, you know, or not nice, but like respectful of each other, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Hang on here. What I'm going to do here. So a lot of people... That so edit. Yeah, I mean, Mike, I I see what you're saying. Um, okay, so, um, one thing that we do is people who who follow us, um, we we have a Discord server, and for those of you that don't and know anything about Discord, it's completely free. Everything on it is free. There is no paying. There is no drama. There is no anything. It's just a bunch of people talking about cases and research and looking at evidence. Uh, there is absolutely zero anything bad or negative around Discord. And when there's a problem in chat, one of the things that we could do is uh, Discord alerts us most of the time. It will... Uh, 
like ding on the computer. Let me know something's going on. Um, plus, it's a good time in there. So if you guys want to join Discord, there's the invite link. Um, are you paying attention yeah, to I the chat? I don't see anything too terrible. I mean, look, I, I get the past, okay? I get the history behind this person, okay? Um, WS Mom Kim. You know, I get the history, okay? But she's not hurting anybody in the chat. She, she's been respectful. So just let her talk, you know? And I don't have any issue with T-Rev, T-Rev's watchers. I, I feel like none of them have been disrespectful. Um, I, I think somebody was just calling out WSU Mom Kim and uh, just... Absolutely no doxing, of course, because I think that was the worry there. Is that someone was going to get doxed? Yeah, yeah. yeah. None, none of that stuff, guys. That so here, here is the rules of the chat. Just no bullying. Everyone's allowed to have their own opinion, but as soon as somebody targets another person, uh, regardless of what's being said, uh, we're going to have to do something around that, whether it is timeout or whether it's removal. Um, we, we don't have, we haven't had to do that. I, I think Malia said that she's only timed out two people ever, and we never want to do that. We want all opinions in here. We want everything. We're going to create a community where people feel comfortable sharing any opinion. If you believe uh, I'm full of it, I hope that I create a community where you feel comfortable saying, Hey, Brendan, you're full of it. You know, Jay Ray, I think has said it a few times and I appreciate that. That's the kind of growth and learning and experience that, that we want to see, you know? Um, and, uh, did I miss a super chat? So just no bullying, no bullying, no bullying. What? Hmm. Where, what? I don't know. I feel like that's not popping up or something. It's not? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I think the super sticker just has a longer timer on it than uh, than the other one. Mm, okay. Okay. That's probably why. Yeah, that's probably why. Um, what, what is past the bullying thing? Help me understand you guys. Cause I just didn't see, I didn't see anything. I got to be able to see it with my own two eyes, you guys. And it, it has to happen in this chat. I already showed you. I, I know you showed me. I, I understand, but I, I am not seeing what somebody else is with it's past the bullying thing. I just need to understand what it was to make a fair sound judgment on somebody what about addressing the snapchat before oh, oh thank you jeff Appreciate you. I hope your pillow's nice and cool and soft. <laughs> uh, do you like soft pillows? I don't. I like hard pillows. Like every night I go outside and I, I get like, I mean, my preferred size is is between a, a, a five pound and seven pound rock 
and that's what I use for I'm my pillow. I to say, I should just fill your pillow with rocks. But thank you, Jeff. You're awesome. We appreciate you. And uh, one thing, wait, one thing, one comment I wanted to make to you guys too is, and we have quite a few people on here, so this is a good time to do it. And no, if any content creators are watching this, it, everyone has their own opinion, okay? But if you are a content creator, if you create anything, whether you want to call yourself content creator or not, and you want to use our content, you are allowed to. You are allowed to. I do not mind. I do not mind. You can watch it. You can do... Uh, reviews you can do commentary you can do responses you can do anything a simple tag would be everything uh so if you just tag us you can use whatever content you want and you don't have to ask um it it only becomes starts becoming an issue when people are like using ideas and not giving shout outs for it and things like that you know but again we aren't we aren't gonna karma is karma is karma is karma so no, I'm was, not here to enforce somebody, karma. It was it was somebody just uh you know calling out WSU Kit Mom Kim whatever mm -hmm. and uh saying they found her real account and stuff. Oh yeah. Which yeah. honestly we won't do any of that. No, I'm not I'm I don't want anyone to dox her or anything like that. And you know, say she is a catfish, guys. She wasn't hurting anybody in the chat, she didn't do anything wrong. Um, she literally was just chatting like everybody else. Um, but say she's not, you know, say she really has some, some knowledge. Cause I don't think anyone's been able to confirm or deny for a hundred percent fact that she's lying completely. Um, Who? I, I take everything with a grain of salt, you guys. And as w long as you can, yeah. Uh -huh. And as long as nobody is, uh, hurting anybody, um, yeah, you can say whatever you well, want. And I think that's well, I want to get a shout out here. So we have uh, Eric Pascal. I probably hacked your last name. I'm super sorry about that. <laughs> I I don't know if it's Pascal or Pascal, but uh, we appreciate Pascal. you either way. Well, the, the E at the end threw me off, man. It's silent Pascal. OK, OK. She's the smart one here. Um, yeah. So we appreciate you with a 999 super sticker. That is awesome. And we love that you're here and we love that you're having a good enough time to uh want to give us a super sticker like that. So thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That's awesome. Yeah, T Rev has never talked crap on anybody from what I've seen. He's he seems like a sweet guy. He has, he has. He, he, I, I, he, no, I'm not saying he has, but I'm not saying he hasn't. I just, I, I always seen... worry being like, oh. Hey, someone hasn't done this before. I don't know. I've never seen it personally, yeah. him like attack anybody. I don't have any problems with T-Rev at all. Uh, but here. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, no, I, I appreciate you letting me know that Rev Gang Watcher. Uh, the only thing that I can do, though, guys, is we are a standalone network here with Thought Riot Podcast. So I can only make my judgments for what happened here. So um, 
that is probably something that you want to take up on uh yeah I got you, WSU Mom Kim. I'm okay. not going to let anybody uh, bully you in the chat. I'll time them out if they are bullying you or anyone else. Um, you know, I don't want I don't want anyone. Like I said, nothing has been 100 percent. No, we don't allow doxing. We've already said no. we don't a couple times. Absolutely. Do not. Okay, so going back to what we were talking about here before we got super sidetracked. Um, yes, we we had to fix a situation, so it is taken care of. Um, yeah, I think we're good now. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, all you got to do is show me the evidence of ghost. You guys just got to show me the evidence of that. Yeah, so, we don't have any evidence of anybody getting doxxed in this chat, period, ever, never. Yeah. So if if you have proof of that, then show it, and then we wouldn't have those people in here. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, we can but get along. <laughs> we, we do know that some people like to come on other people's chats, and why we need evidence, you guys, is because people come on other people's shows and try doing stuff like, Hey, I, I don't agree with you. So I'm going to pretend like you guys are doing something and try and get a response from you so I can flag your account. Um, so that's not going to happen either. That's uh, you got to show me what's going on and then we will make the decision there. So but we appreciate you guys looking out and we will take care of it as it happens. And luckily we have contacts at. uh Okay, so take a screenshot. Yeah, sh show me what you're talking about. You got to take a screenshot and send it to us. Let us know for sure. Yeah. I didn't see that. I didn't see that. But if it happened, definitely send me a screenshot. Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. okay. I see what you're talking about. What? So all messages were deleted, just so you know. Oh, from you, that person? From that got person. It. Got it. Yeah, it's already been fixed. Yep. Yeah, I I did not see that happen. I'm so sorry that that happened. I did not see it, but it was taken care of. Yep. They they're gone and uh, their chats are gone. Okay, if they have an alt account, you gotta tell us because that happens too. Yeah. Somebody will hop on an alt account very quickly. Mm -hmm. I gotta know it's their alt account though. Because I haven't seen it. Yeah, I know. Somebody, there was just some doxing going on in the chat, guys. That's a big deal. We can't have that going on. We appreciate that, Elliot. Elliot's in the chat. And uh, just so you guys know, uh, make sure you tag at Elliot when you're talking to him so he knows that you're talking to him. We appreciate that. Yeah, no, we we don't have any mods right now, but we're we're working on it right now. 
Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, it's been taken care of. Yep. Yep. No, I I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. It's taken care of. Yeah, if you guys ever notice anything, definitely just shout it out. Uh, I try to pay attention as much as I can. Yep. Yep. We got you covered. Yeah, people totally hop on all accounts to do stuff like this. Yep. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. They do. There, There's unfortunate. It's part of the game. So, you know, if something happens, what we do is uh, someone points it out, then we have the ability to fix it. You got to be able to give us the ability to make a decision to fix that. And then we apologize and say, sorry, that happened in here. And then we will move forward. So we apologize that happened. If something like that happened to you in our chat, we apologize. And we fixed it and we are moving forward. Yes, yeah, shout out to Kayla. We appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, and we are working on mods and support here, you guys. For those of you that don't know, uh, we made a statement last stream and we'll make a statement again this stream, but we are looking for support pieces for the podcast. Okay. Uh, every single one of those positions will be a paid position. Uh, but it, it, we don't just throw like anything out to people without, uh, you know, having an interview. I was a people manager for a long time. I was over hundreds of people at one time. So uh, we are looking for help. If this looks, if this platform, if this podcast seems like something you might be interested in offering help to and getting paid for it, reach out to us at our email that Malia's posting right now. And uh, we can start that process and, and see And yeah, Kayla, thank you. Thank you. That is awesome. Again, I always worry when I give someone a shout out when they've done a super sticker or a super chat, like I didn't put enough emphasis on it because we, I appreciate it so much. It's incredible. And we hope it blows up too. And we are definitely growing. Um, You're right, plumber. We do need to make more shorts. You're totally right. <laughs> that hey that's what we're looking for we are looking for people to make shorts um as one of the things that we need help with elliot's asking a question about it no no it's not it's not salaried or at or hourly um that's something that we're going to talk about there's absolutely pay behind it but it's going to be like contract work so um Based on the success of the content that it comes out will be the, the, the amount will grow. So percentage-based. I, dude, plumbing, I've looked at, I've looked at your stuff. I, I know. And there, there's definitely some uh some areas we're going to be focusing on for sure absolutely absolutely for sure yeah at tt what am i missing 
What am I? Oh yeah. TikTok. Yeah. 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 So I think we have to get to a certain amount of viewers before we can do TikTok, but we can do TikTok. I know that we stream it a few different places at once. Um, but yeah, so I think that is fixed here. Now, what were we talking on? Now that know. it went all I crazy, I think it was interrupted by everything. I think it was IgG stuff. Yeah, we need to pull up the court doc. We did. We read through it. Oh my gosh, I didn't even. I yes, didn't even it, know. it's because there wasn't <laughs> much on there. Okay. And you were taking care of you know issues and stuff. So hey, um, Mikey. Okay. So so what did we learn? Yeah. Kimmy, I hope we get big, big. I, fortunately, my background is in business and I've created multiple companies and sold those companies off. So I do feel like I have the experience to do it. And now I just want to do something that we enjoy doing. You know, I'm tired of corporate America and I wanted to put my focus into something I enjoy. And true crime is something I enjoy. So I hope we get big, big. I really do. Uh, and we'll just grow as we grow in viewership. Uh, it, in this beginning stages in YouTube from, from everything I know and from the contacts I have, because, uh, so we get quite a few people that have attempted flagging content and things like that. And it's content creators that I think are just worried there's other people in the space, I guess. I, I don't know. Um, but luckily, I we have contacts at Google. Google owns YouTube. Um, so we're able to circumvent some of that just because I was in wireless and worked directly with them. So, you know, it, it's nice having those contacts. So hopefully as we grow, uh, it, it'll pick up steam. That's normally what happens. You know, you, you average... 30 new subs a day. As you grow, it turns into 50. As you grow, it turns into 70. As you grow, it turns into 90 and 100 a day. You know what I mean? So hopefully we can just get past that hump. Um, I think anybody that flags our stuff will ultimately end up slowing their subs too. So Appreciate that, Plumbing. That's so nice of you. I mean, but I, I'm sure it's not you just being nice. I don't want to just like you know. Yeah, no. Just saying I someone being that. nice can kind of discredit their comment a little bit, I guess. No, I I appreciate that. We we were hoping to bring something new. We know this is something new. Uh, for a lot of the bigger content right now in true crime is heavily edited and scripted content. We wanted to bring something that gives the people the ability to feel like you're involved in a conversation with unscripted conversation. You know, there's going to be mistakes in words we say, which happens in normal conversation. I'm a salesman. I've done it my whole life. Every single conversation, I say something stupid and the person I'm talking to says something stupid. Like <laughs> It's just part of being a human, you know, and uh, hopefully people enjoy what we're doing here. So uh, that's the goal. We really believe that we work for you. That is what we believe. I know there's a lot of channels out there that uh, get to run and manage their space how they want to do it. But we want to manage it working for you guys and do things that you guys want to see, man, because I, I enjoy all of it. So. Yeah. Uh I will remember that, Mikey. That's awesome. Um, 
Yes, subscribe, join, like, do all the things, guys. All the things. Yeah, we appreciate it very much. And yeah. that means you fell in love with me, J-Ray. The call I'm, of Malia is very real. I'm the annoying one. <laughs> yeah, that's what we want. We want it to feel like one big conversation. Jamie says that you've been messaging Kara, Zana's mom. She's sweet. Look. I she sounds super sweet and I have only I hope that that Kara comes on the other side. We have we have a lot of personal experience within families and and things of that nature around addiction and that disease and uh she's just as important as any other person out there and we hope the best for her. Even though I don't agree with the comment she made around the drug theory, I absolutely hope the best for her just cuz I don't agree with someone Look, it, if I care enough to say that I don't agree, like, I, it's because I care enough to talk to you and about you about your opinion and the fact that I don't agree. Otherwise, I, I would probably just ignore you. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think that says something, but, you know, that's my self-centered head. Okay, so with the hearings, so there wasn't anything important in this. Okay. It literally was just talking about the Zoom stuff. Now, what the important thing, I, I still go back to this Brian Enton stuff around the DNA. I think that this has opened up a huge, huge, huge crack in the door for the defense possibly. I really believe that. I think there is something serious here around that. Oh, hey, Chad. So so what did you say? Sorry, I was distracted for a minute. I was just talking again about the Brian Enton stuff and how important I think that bit of information is that. Uh, oh, no. Did he remove that? Oh, so is this posted? Has anyone seen this? Last time I was in their home was weeks after the doctor. Okay, almost one year later, they share their ongoing pain. Okay. I'm curious to hear what Steve is saying right now. Uh, so, no, it doesn't look like hmm. it's posted. He posts okay. a lot of stuff to his actual Twitter. Yeah, this is his actual Twitter. Do you think it's on News Nation? Let me look on News Nation yeah, real quick. Look it up. See if there's uh, any details around uh, a newer interview. But it sounds like this happened just today. So hmm. I would love to get Steve on here and have a conversation with him. I feel like once we get big enough to have people on the talk show, I, I do feel like that's going to be a strength of ours just from sales experience and things of that nature, you know? Yeah, uh, Kim, WSU Kim, you are as welcome, like Chad said, to post in here as anybody else. As long as everyone's respectful, there's no problems. Yeah, we see everyone the same, you guys. Everyone is the same. Absolutely. Everybody in the world has an equal amount of worth in our eyes. Every single person. People going through issues, people that have hangups, everything, everything. 
they're all important, so. I bet it's not posted yet. I bet he's just teasing it. Probably. Because the, the anniversary is coming up, which is something we haven't really talked about. Except um, Michael, king of the chat. <laughs> um we appreciate that page thank you thank you what oh that's nice of you thank you uh maven so uh yeah i think you know we haven't really talked about the fact that we're going on a year this is the anniversary is about to come up and uh, I'm curious what all's going to come out for that. You know, I agree. I am very curious. <laughs> okay. We're going to dive back into conversation and I, I think someone was teasing you, Mike, uh, just cause we were saying that we appreciate everyone and they were saying, yeah, everyone except Mike. It was CH. Yeah. Bathroom get, and then back to it, back at it. Get him, Michael. I'm just kidding. I love you, CH and Michael. You guys are awesome. I feel really bad. Okay, there's a vigil planned tomorrow. I hope it's tomorrow. I really would like to see um, what's going on in their heads right now. I, I feel like, you know, the 40 hours, I feel like we didn't really get to hear them just have a conversation and talk the way that we did uh, with their first Brian Inton interview, uh, they actually got to just speak and have a conversation. Um, and now I'm so curious what that's going to be like a year later. Um, you know, I saw on their family Facebook page that I think it was today, her, her mom, I think Christy posted that Kaylee was just like weighing really heavy on her heart today. And man, that I can't imagine. I'm sure some days, you know, you have enough distractions to not think about it too much at this point. But then other days, I'm sure it's all she can think about. It's really, really sad. Was there something about something being on her ankle i didn't hear about that what people are saying in the 48 hours that christy had something on her ankle what are they trying to suggest it could have been like an ankle monitor i don't know hmm. oh you're too Here. tired <laughs> what I'm going to try and find that, uh, hang on the statistics. So, uh, shoot, I said it was a day. Oh, you know what? Hang on here. Ian, hang on. You're such a suck up. <laughs> um, not the 4chan theory part two. Uh, where is it? Where? Okay. So in the drug theory docs, hang on. I hope this has the details in it that I'm looking for. Ah, oh, man. I think it was a day in the life on SAMHSA. So a the day world is going crazy. The, a college day in the life. SAMHSA. Oh, wow. 
Oh, this is the day she said goodbye a year ago. Thanks for that context, Kim. Okay, so... 11 years since your daughter passed, Marietta. I'm so sorry for your loss. I'm sure each day it does get a little bit easier, but nothing could ever take away that pain. Except for hopefully one day being back together, you know? On the 13th, News 4 on YouTube, Idaho News Station made a short post about the vigil. Hmm. Oh, people are already saying that we are confirmed in the Illuminati. Like, people literally post on one of our videos that they couldn't watch us anymore. <laughs> because we are for sure in the Illuminati. <laughs> if I was in the Illuminati, don't you think I'd be balling? Like, super rich. I mean, super successful in every single way. You drive a BMW, you're in the, the Illuminati. Okay. <laughs> People comment and say your videos are fake. Sansa Stark or Sansa. Is it Sansa? Did they say it's Sansa? I can't even remember. Game of Thrones was so long ago. Why can't I find this? I'm going to have to dig deep again. I should have never closed that tab that talks specifically around the statistical evidence on... Greek life stat and uh, illicit or illegal drug usage. It is insane. So drug use in Greek. Yeah, Paige. I mean, if you can, it, we are permanently derailed at this point, <laughs> but it's okay. Um, Paige, you know, I think that's honorable to want to do that. Just remember to take care of yourself first. Always. Uh make sure that you're you take care of yourself so you can help other people um because i have seen other people try to like reach out to kara and you know use tactics to try to you know get her to do certain things and i don't think that's healthy no i don't think um, so either at all and i think that really she just needs healthy support like maybe if you could be a sponsor of sorts uh, but sponsors, they don't chase people. They only help the people who want help. I agree. Um, I so very much just some agree food for thought. with that. Because I'm very empathetic, too. <laughs> the occult reject said, as an occultist, I don't see it with the Illuminati. And then they said, toss up. Okay, some signs now. <laughs> <laughs> That's super funny. Right? I mean, if I, get super, some, super if I get some Illuminati type money, I mean, I'll for sure share it with you guys. <laughs> yeah. To take over the world. Uh, Micro Kimmy said, I found it. Scroll up. Okay. Where? What? I don't know if she meant in the chat. Maybe she was helping you find whatever you were looking for, or no? Uh, um. Found what? I'm confused. I thought you would know. 
Yeah, I found a different one. I I did find a different one here. So to assess how social fraternity involvement in college relates to substance abuse behaviors and substance use disorder symptoms uh, during young adults. So this is more around like how Greek life causes addiction and like binge drinking where the article I was reading before was directly from SAMHSA.gov. Okay. And this is, uh, NCBI, wait, what's the full? So National Library of Medicine.gov. But the SAMHSA one said that uh, due to Greek life drinking and focus on drugs and binge drinking, that you're like three times more likely to have an assault happen in Greek life. It was really interesting stuff. And I know I saved it. I just don't remember where I put that link to get back to. Male fraternity members who lived well, in fraternity houses well, during college had the highest levels of binge drinking and marijuana use relative to non-members and non-students in young adulthood that continued through age 35, controlling for adolescent, sociodemographic, and other characteristics. What? Jair is just saying female students involved in Greek life are four times as likely to get essayed than female students not involved. In I life. know it's insane. The Greek statistics. And again, going back to how people were suggesting we look into this 4chan theory, this Greek life theory. And I was so hesitant to. And then when I look into it, I'm like, oh, my gosh, the statistics around drinking, around illegal drugs, around steroid use, around the increased likelihood of assaults. Uh, we're seeing different crimes and different states around Sigma Chi and multiple fraternities like this one here. So fraternity drug selling ring. Yeah, they they have become more secretive, Paige. That's true. Um, see, I think people could be asking why this is important to establish these facts. And the reason it's important is to show a track record for fraternities and sororities, because a lot of people want to make the argument, well, these are all just young kids. They're just college kids. You know what I mean? Like, they couldn't be into anything that hard. They couldn't do this. Somebody would talk. You really think all of them would keep these secrets for each other? Yeah, I do. I do because I've seen it before. Yeah. Um, and, and, you it know, it comes down to money. We're it... going to talk about a story this week where that exact thing happened. Um, exactly where someone was killed and it was it's still being hidden to this day it hasn't been solved it hasn't been brought to light the way it should be the way you know this victim and his family deserved justice uh they didn't get it yeah yeah and this is what i talked about in the recent video and and premiere that we had tonight but um this is just wild it, they were selling hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of drugs in this fraternity ring in multiple colleges and multiple fraternities. 
there's some Greek systems, you guys, that I'm sure are good that that really hold their students accountable. I'm sure there's a few out there. Look at but that, 1.5 million. There's a bunch who don't. There's a bunch who have these issues. The investigation culminated with charges against 21 people allegedly involved in a drug trafficking ring that spread to two other North Carolina universities and moved hundreds of kilograms of street drugs, including cocaine, narcotics like Xanax, over the span of several years, resulting in sales exceeding $1.5 million, federal prosecutors said on Thursday. And this was focused on and in fraternities and sororities. Insane. Insane. This is not a situation where you have single users where you have a 19-year-old sipping a beer or you have someone who is taking a puff of a joint on the back porch of a frat house, said U.S. Attorney Matthew G.T. Martin of the Middle District of North Carolina at news conference. These are 21 hardened drug dealers who were fraternity brothers. It's wild stuff you guys hear. So glad to have you, Slim Ninja. We appreciate that. Yeah, we we absolutely appreciate that. Welcome, welcome, my friend. I've seen some come forward, and it's a pipeline and legit business that use the fraternities as mules, so to speak. And and it's interesting because the statistics on SAMHSA support that and agree that uh, in fraternity life, there it's over two times more likely that you're going to be a drug user and addict in the Greek life. Yeah, 90%, 95% of hazing incidents go unreported. That is crazy. Because of how the system's the set up. It's because it, it ends up, okay, look, the difference in income, you guys, between somebody who goes to a college and gets a business degree and then the difference of income between somebody who goes to the same college, enters a fraternity, and gets the same business degree is enormous, the difference. The person that was in the fraternity is going to make way more money and have way better connections for their whole life, okay? So knowing that, when you're trying to get into said fraternity and you're being hazed, what, what, where's the line that you're right. willing to give up? Are you willing to give up that $200,000 a year income to rat on the hazing? I, I don't know, you guys. I don't know. I just don't know. Thank you, Clara. Yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, thank you and welcome. Welcome, welcome. Here, I need to... Um. What? Gosh, what was I just... What is that thing somebody sent me? I think it was Pebbles. What? She sent me something incredible recently, and now I have to re-find it because it was insane. Oh, gosh, what was what it? What was it? It was some young kids that were, I showed it to you, that were trafficking like so much in a variety of a lot in Idaho, right around that area. And they mm. were just caught up very, very recently. Um, yeah, Regina, it's it's that money making and brotherhood and bond that I was just talking about. 
Hey, yeah. Welcome, Paige. Welcome, Super stoked Paige. to have you as a new member. We appreciate that and welcome you. And always love the comments and input. It's incredible. <laughs> Yeah, what you you think people from Greece are offended by Greek life, Ian? <laughs> They're like, how dare them? Maybe, man. I I mean, maybe. Maybe. Or may look. It okay. Let's go tin hat here. Do you think it's called Greek life because the the head leadership over all fraternities and sororities? is in Greece and that's where they manufacture the drugs that are shipped in that underground tunnel that goes under the Atlantic that comes up in all Walmarts. You know how Walmarts have underground <laughs> tunnels connecting oh, the whole nation. And then they go, cause there's always a Walmart near sororities and fraternities. So they probably just go to Walmart to buy, uh, you know, a certain item and they know to hand them a box that came from the underground tunnel. Absolutely, that's that. It. Illuminati confirmed. Just, just to lean on what Ian was saying, you know. <laughs> that's super funny. There is a Walmart near everything. I know it. I know it. Perfect. <laughs> okay, so among these charged are current and former students of UNC Chapel Hill, Duke University, Duke University, and Appalachian State University. All three universities pledged to work with prosecutors on the case. We take these allegations very seriously. Duke spokesman Michael Show. Schoenfeld said in a statement, the use and distribution of narcotics is against the law. It is against our code of conduct and it endangers the health and safety of our students and community. Duke will respond accordingly through our disciplinary process. The case began in November 2018 when Blackwood's office began looking into illegal drug sales on campus at UNC Chapel Hill. Investigators soon found that deals were happening inside or near the houses for Phi Gamma Delta, Kappa Sigma, and Beta, Th Beta Theta Pi from 2017 to the spring year. Yeah, I'll post our email. And yeah, Ian, that is totally Brendan. He will tell stories to scare all the little kids. <laughs> Where? He was just saying, you're like that uncle that tell stories and then like all the other family members have to calm their <laughs> kids down afterwards and <laughs> kimmy said imagine someone just clicked in right when i was saying that story i know <laughs> somebody that also needs said, to be a short yeah somebody also said that a uh, drip drop transplanted into your body for a moment <laughs> <laughs> you know for a minute there when drip drop mentioned our show i don't I don't think he's ever done shout outs before from stuff I've seen. So when he gave us that shout out that one time a few weeks ago, multiple people were like, are you really drip drop? Yeah. 
people had a conspiracy theory going about <laughs> you being drip drop. Yeah. You know, I I am curious why it's called the the Greek system, and I kind of want to look into it now because I have no idea. I. I th I think it's just because the alphabet they use for whatever reason it was adopted. Okay, but there's a reason they use the Greek alphabet. Uh, alphabet. Alphabet. <laughs> there's alpha a bread. reason. There's. A, I said bread. Oh, well, I said alpha bread because I like bread. You eat too much bread. Yeah, yeah. it's Greek life. I I get that, but why? Why do they use those letters, which, and why do, why? Literally because they thought it would seem fancy. <laughs> that That is probably why, honestly. Because Greek is fancy. Yeah, that would be fun to have mm -hmm. a thought right Thanksgiving. It would be. But I can never be called aunt because all I think of when I think of auntie is Christina Randall. Why? I just, I just, I, that's is her, she like, that's her personality. She is the aunt of true crime. Oh, uh, yeah. She just is. She just is. That's what she calls herself is Auntie Christina. Oh, okay. Like Auntie Christina gonna get on here and tell you guys something, you know? Yeah. With her wild past. What am I again? I'm hot dog of the year. Yeah, I'm not an aunt. I don't have any nieces or nephews. And yeah, Kayla, becoming a member also. We're super Welcome. stoked to have you here. We appreciate that. And we hope you enjoy it here and enjoy the member content. I mean, I'm a cult leader, so you could just call me like demigod Malia. <laughs> just kidding. That's super easy to say. <laughs> The reason that frat and sororities use Greek letters dates back to the first academic fraternity, Phi Beta Kappa, in 1776. This was a time when the study of ancient Greek was common in higher education. Okay. Mm. Do you think the nerds in real life would have actually formed a fraternity? Yeah. I think nerds did form the fraternities. Yes. And then it became this weird... It became Same. a bro fest. Yep. There you go. DG Malia Delta Gamma. There you go. <laughs> what What's ours? Theta. Greek is the root of all languages. Ours... I thought that was Latin. Or is so, that the same thought, thing? Thought it's Riot not. Fraternity is Theta Rioda. What's R? I don't know. Rioda sounds good. R... Wait. What's T R P? So pi. So rho. Right? R H O. Theta rho pi. That's <laughs> T R P. So we are the theta rho pi priority for men and women, or sort so, so, sorternity. I always wish my name was like Minerva or something like that. Like legit. Yes. Theta Row Pi. Bam. Thought Riot Podcast. Theta Row Pi. Fra Rority. 
Yeah, it's for half fraternity, half sorority. The crime, the true crime fraternity. Bam. <laughs> you guys are all part of a secret club now, though. Yeah, I'm gonna post that right now. Actually. <laughs> sorority sounds like an unpleasant phase of pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> That's super funny. That is super funny. <laughs> Who sounds like they're... Oh, Brendan sounds like his tongue is swollen. My tongue? No, my tongue's not swollen. I don't know if they were a frat or not. Huh. It would make sense for them to have been, but I thought that was all high school people, so I don't think they would have been in a fraternity. Shh. Initiations. Okay, shh. Oh, Mikey gifting a membership. Who got it? Welcome. Fraternity, fraternity. Yeah, fraternity. That's it. Yay! Charity. And yeah, shout out to Mikey gifting another sub. That is awesome. We appreciate that, and we're super happy that somebody gets to take advantage of that and have a good time with us. Wait, no wait. So Ch used Google Translate. Uh, to make thought right into like Greek. Mm -hmm. And this is what it is. What? Skepsis right? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a disease. It, the, a disease hilarious. of skepticism. Thought. Yes, Latin is Greek, but think they came first. Okay. Is now theta. Row, pi. Yeah, you're already initiated, J. Ray. Fraternity. Uh, Mikey said he's the cult recruiter. Yes. Shh, it's a fraternity, not a cult. You're not supposed to say that out loud, Mikey. Sounds like somebody's gonna make your leg fall off. All right, I just posted it. It's done. Oh, Annie. We are the or yes, and coming through with a gifted membership. And just remember, you guys, us, all of us here, all of us 200 and something watchers, we are the first true crime fraternity. <laughs> and we are Theta Rho Pi. It's, it's too late to chicken out, J Ray. Theta Rho Pi Fraternity. All right, what should we get into next? What is there to talk about? I think we are just having a good time. Oh, okay. Yes, I just posted it. So make sure you guys go under our uh what what's the tab? Let me see if it'll show it here. Hang on. Let's see. Review your channel, community. Yes, there we go. Bam. We just created our true crime fraternity in our live stream. I don't know how we got here. 
Good night, Micro Kimmy. Glad you're here tonight to be a part of the fraternity. We just created our true crime fraternity in our live stream. We are the first and the last and everything in between. Thought Riot Podcast is now Theta Rho Pi Fraternity. Hey. Hold on. No. What? No. Why did you do that? Why did you do that? It's all your fault. What? You just closed that. Why don't you just hit the back button? What did you need? We got, uh, it was here. Where'd it go? Regina. Oh, yes. All right. April. That is welcome. awesome. Congratulations. So awesome. We love it. We love the memberships flying. I love Panda Express. So if it sounds like something you buy at Panda Express, I'm in. Watch all the frats come for our throats now. Seriously. <laughs> so the chat are the fraterites. <laughs> <laughs> We're all getting docs now. Great. <laughs> no, we won't get docs. We won't. All right, there we go, baby. We just created the first and only true crime fraternity in our live stream. We are the first, we are the last, and everything in between. And you wonder why people call us cheesy. Yeah, I am <laughs> cheesy. And? All right, everybody. I think that is it for the show tonight. If you haven't subscribed Please make sure you subscribe on there. We appreciate you. Here is the membership link. Here is the Twitter link. Oh, wow, Slim Ninja. Proud of you. That's great. He just got, or they just got, because I don't know what you are, but. They just got their six months clean and sober chip today and oh, decided no way. to stay in my sober living environment for another six months. So please keep bringing the content. That's awesome. Congrats on that. That is such a huge deal. It's yeah. really important. Um, and it's really a hard thing to do and overcome and choose to change in yourself, you know? So huge shout out to you. That's incredible. My only advice is don't let the boredom get to you. Yeah. The yeah. boredom is the enemy. That's where a lot of addicts uh, end up relapsing is when they get bored. Because what happened? <laughs> because know. like you're so used to like chaos you know, you're so used to life being like the hunt, the chase and everything Yeah, that uh, you don't have anything to obsess over anymore. Like everything feels very boring, very bland, very black and white. You got to find a way to get around that. So their page said Theta Rho Phi. Oh, wait, wait, wait. 
Where'd it go? Someone said Theta Rose already a fraternity, and I think that's super funny. Did they say Arizona? I lost it. Dang it. I mean, let's look it up here. Not necessarily a bad connotation. The Latin root cult means grow. Oh, there's a Theta Rho. Yeah. Theta Rho chapter of Omega Sci-Fi. <laughs> that was funny, plumber. Unless you're a plumber, then it's black and white and brown. <laughs> <laughs> all right, ladies and gents, that is it for tonight. We just posted all of our social media links on there. And uh, like we said in the beginning, if you would like to join the Discord, you are uh, more than welcome, and we'd love to have you there. If you're a content creator, please feel free to join as well. We allow content creators to post their stuff in the creator marketing uh, tab, and we just want to talk in there and have a, have a good time. So we appreciate all of you. This is the true crime talk show, the one and only. We are on every podcast platform, and we are on everywhere with Thought Riot Podcast. So come check us out. We appreciate everything you do. My name is Brendan. And I am Malia. Thanks for being here, guys. It didn't go as planned, but I still had a ton of fun talking yes. to you guys. Um, it's always a good time when we can have conversations like this. It is. And we appreciate all of you. Thank you all. Yep. Sleep well, fraternites. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Good night. Theta row pie. <laughs> go. Bye.